the beauty of the hottie and the naughty is not on the surface level. You have to look deeper, just like in a relationship, Lucas. It's it's an, an amalgamism of the modern American romance as as conceived and romanticized by the likes of F. Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway. Exactly. Well, I was I was thinking that this abandons almost all of that, yet somehow keeps it in an almost yes. dichotomy. It, it, it like keeps the spirit of the of the American American romantic dream alive yes, while Amer- pervasing through exactly. modern culture. This is perfect. It supersedes any superficial bullshit mm. and comes to the root of love. And that is really super. That is great. Yes. You can't handle the truth. Get we are back this week sadly we are missing devin yes he's he's in covid jail no he's not in covid jail he's in denver which is the metaphorical COVID jail. It's, it's Democrat hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a liberal place. I mean, hell. It's full of hell. It's full of Democrats. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I see what you're saying. Yes. And so this week for our movie today, we've got two special guests with us. What? Uh, two returners and our our ladies in life. So say hello. Ladies in life is disgusting. Hi. There you go. Thanks. <laughs> also, this is Marina. We got Marina. <laughs> this is Lucas in the third person. <laughs> we got Marina. Alex. Lucas is here like usual. Devin's not. I'm Brandon. We're getting into our, it this our week. Our first four-man pod. Four-person pod. Four-person. There are not four men here. Yes. That'd be pretty gay. It's a foursome. Oh, yeah. Mm. A big old orgy. We love it. <laughs> Um, so this week we watched The Hottie and the Naughty. So I've got a couple questions for you, Lucas. Alex, Marina. <laughs> yes, Brandon. Are you a fan of hot people? Ooh, yes. Yes, sir. I. I Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> nice I enthusiasm. So. What about, are you a fan of not people? Like things that aren't like <laughs> like no like things that aren't people. No, like human beings that aren't people. They they're in that gray area. Oh, they're my favorite. A not or <laughs> or is a not people just being by yourself and not being in a crowd of people. A person. Yeah, you're just no, not people that, is just by yourself. No, that sounds that sounds incorrect. Oh, okay, that was a dumb idea. Anyway, I sick. like all forms of not people. That was stupid idea. I like, anyway, I like yeah. people made out of knots. Oh yes, of course, rope men. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of rope men. <laughs> Those are not people. <laughs> well, if you answered yes to liking hot people or not people or both, you've come to the right place. This is the good, the bad, the movies. movies. Thanks. Nice and. Like I said, we watched The Hottie and the Naughty this week from 2008. Before we get into it, we've got some some drink pairings for the show, and we've got a lot of them. So our official one today is Lewis and Clark Brewing Company's Juicy Obsession mm. IPA due to the 
the titulating obsession of our main character, Nate, within the film. Yes, and due to our recent writer's block episode, Obsession. Oh, shit! Didn't even think about that. Did I didn't you? even think about that. I mean, these will be separated by like 10 days, but <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's good. We spent all that time looking for a beer and you never thought about that I once. did not think that's about crazy. that even once. And then we also have like a backup as well that oh, Alex has I brought. We've got Cranky Sam's Brewing's tropical blonde a mm. blonde ale yes like me it was named after lucas <laughs> not after because i'm a Harrison. tropical man look at that thing um i don't like ipas so the 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 juicy obsession's not down my alley the blonde ale is okay but it's not my favorite but you guys have different drinks even more well, different drinks lucas has an energy drink because he's had a long day you have had a long it's- and no food yeah. Except well, three carnitas tacos. And you basically no. inhaled them like Devin did those donuts. I also had a bag of spicy pork rinds as well. I love pork rinds. Your stomach is going to hurt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because I was so stressed. But we want to congratulate you on oh, your great on your long win. day. On my long day. On your first win as a head basketball coach. Yep. Congratulations. Yep. Jose O'Brien, the... <laughs> The native kid almost saved my ass there. In the and game. you beat up planes. We did. And I didn't know what their mascot was. What is their what mascot? Is it? It, I thought they were the Mustangs. So when I went to break, I was like... And it was Must- the Muskrats. No, so planes. It was the Horsemen, which is a terrible... <laughs> oh, I knew that. Yeah. A terrible mascot. The Horsemen. Yes, but we are watching the normal women and men <laughs> hottie and the naughty so what else are we drinking you've got your energy drink marina oh i forgot we're doing this um first. i am already one mixed drink of dr pepper and what is it that jack daniels, jack daniels honey, daniels whiskey, honey from whiskey from devon that we've just been sitting on and i've already had one full drink and that's like three shots mm. for a normal person so they call one that, shot for you is three one, shots. yeah <laughs> they, they call that a dr jack oh perfect dr jekyll and hyde perfect oh. Oh, I have a Western cider, a colonial. I don't know what that means, but it's in the freezer because I forgot to put it in the fridge so it's warm. So I'll have to get up and get it later. Mm. I'm going to be behind. That's okay. <laughs> that is okay. I think um, colonial just means white. Yeah. <laughs> it's a white cider. <laughs> no, it's like dark red. <laughs> well, that's racist. That's really racist. <laughs> <laughs> the um, liquid is red. That's pretty racist. <laughs> yeah. We're going to move on. So I'm leaving. Before I get into the movie here, should we tell our twist about our guests today? Uh, okay, I'll, they're women. <laughs> <laughs> Huge twist. Never, never saw it coming. No, they, they ne- we never saw it coming. Just, the real twist is they never saw it. It coming. It coming. Because they, they never watched this actual movie. No, so they're going to tag along... It'll be it'll be funny because they won't know what we're talking about. I they, watched five minutes of the movie. I think that's essentially the whole movie. I mean, it was like an honest. hour and 30. And you watched the trailer. I only know two facts about this movie. So we'll see how it goes. Are they cats facts? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, so our movie today. Our director is Tom Putnam. Ugh, bad name. Tom I think, Riddle. I think Tom Pooper. Yeah, Tom Riddle Pooper. Putnam. <laughs> Tom Putnam. And I, maybe Putnam, I have a friend. This Maybe this is his dad. Emmett Putnam if from elementary school, Newman Elementary. If this is your dad, 
I'm sorry. Yeah, apologies. But Tom Putnam has done a couple movies. One is called Static. Ooh. Well, that's my favorite movie. Maybe a superhero one? I was going to make that joke. (laughs) This next one can be your favorite, honey. This next one's called Shafted. Ooh, that's a Mm, porno. Yeah, I don't want to claim that as my favorite movie. Then you've got The Dark Divide. Another porno. Also (laughs) porno. And then just a ton of documentaries. Ooh. So porn. he went from the hottie and the naughty know. to nature documentaries? Whoa. No, they weren't nature. Oh. Is it any documentaries that we know? I didn't know any of them when I was looking it up. But And then for writers today, we've only got one. And it's Heidi Ferrer. Wow, a woman wrote this. Yes. That's a that's not something I she saw She had coming. a brain injury. <laughs> Considering the amount of like vitriolic hate towards women in this movie. And, well, she hasn't done a whole lot. She's done three episodes of television Ooh. that I found. One on each, one on a different series each time. So she's done one episode of Wasteland. I think I've not heard of that. Wait, <laughs> what's it about? No clue. Oh, the never Wasteland. mind. I'm not going to guess. <laughs> one episode of Black Scorpion. I've never, never heard, heard of it. And one episode of Dawson's Creek. Oh. Wow. wow. She rose up in the ranks. Black Scorpion do, and do, Wasteland do. both sound pretty cool. And Wasteland? Oh, yeah. yeah. Way cooler. They sound like they should be bigger than Dawson's Creek. Yeah. But we've never heard it. No. Dawson's Creek was huge. Did it end up being his creek? Dawson's? I've never actually seen it. I've seen... It did uh, come with one of the most prolific memes to ever exist. You guys never seen that? What does this mean? The, it's Dawson from Dawson's Creek and he's crying and he's like, you've mm. never seen that? Oh my God. This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, I've never seen I'll it. Look, look it up so the, I can post it on the Instagram. For the listeners, Alex made a face. I did make a face. <laughs> and it looked like this. <laughs> I'll, post for, it, I'll post it on the Instagram. And for you listeners, I made a face. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all she's done. So pretty um, unremarkable. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Send send it to me. Okay. What is his name? James Vanderbeek. Dawson. Yeah. No, Dawson. I was looking for actor name. James oh. Vanderbeek. Speaking of actors, okay. actors, yeah. This is gonna take a thousand years. I'm sorry, I suggested this. What? The longest podcast in the entire. Oh world. no no no! <laughs> we're we're cruising right now, actually. Speaking of actors, speaking of actors, <laughs> here are track, here are our actors for the film. Our big name here is Paris Hilton. Yes, who I didn't even realize was an actress. I thought she was just an heiress. Five-time Oscar winner, Paris Hilton. Mm, This is one of the two facts I know about this movie. Is that it stars Paris Hilton? (laughs) What is your other fact? That it came out in 2008. Yeah, yeah, because I had to ask Alex because I thought it was like a 70s movie. Famous leaked sex tape, Paris Hilton. Yep, she has a big one. She has a sex tape? Oh, yeah. Huh. A giant one, one might say. Lucas just watches it every night. I was before like, can he goes we watch it? <laughs> that's your night night ritual? Yeah. I don't like that you said night night. No, oh, that's Ew. perfect for the podcast. Night night. So you got Paris Hilton. You got our main <laughs> character, Joel David Moore. Yep. Of Dodgeball fame. Yes. As a that's, side character. That's Dodgeball. the only thing I know. You've got Christine Lakin. Uh, I don't. Playing the naughty. Christina Aguilera? No. That would have been pretty good, though. You've She's got way too hot. Johan Erb. <laughs> yes, playing who, Johan. Who plays Johan? You've got Adam Kolbersch. Was that Coleslaw? 
Probably Coleslaw, yeah. Colbert's Coleslaw. Colbert's Coleslaw. You got Greg Romero Wilson. Yes, who is displayed on the screen and is on his Wikipedia page, I'm pretty sure, as the <laughs> Greg Wilson. Yes, the one and only... Greg Wilson. The renowned Greg Wilson. Which is like sort of like he's trying to be like a Cedric the Entertainer type thing, mm-hmm. but like so many degrees worse. Then you've got Marianne mueller Lally. Bueller? Mueller. Bueller. Mueller. Megan yeah. Mullally? Mueller. No. <laughs> I would have loved Megan Mullally in this film. Mueller. And my last person on here I have is Catherine Fiore. Catherine Heigl? No. Yeah. Fiore. Catherine Fiore? Um, John Fier, what's his John name? Lasagna? No, J- Guy, <laughs> Guy Fieri. <laughs> oh, Guy Fieri. Flavor John, Town. John Fieri. John Fieri. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the whole cast. Anybody that you guys know aside from Paris Hilton and no, our little bit no. of Joe, John David Moore. What's Joel name? David Moore? Joel David Moore. Is that the main guy? Yeah, yeah. the dodgeball guy. Well, I thought he played Shaggy nope. on Scooby Doo. So nope. that was. F- Freddie Prince. That he plays no, Fred. That was Matthew Lillard. Maddie Lillard. Matthew Perry. <laughs> All right, we This move. is like the scene in the office when they're like Afghan. No, that's a dog. A- Afghani. That's a shawl. <laughs> the Afghanistanannies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's our cast. And a plot today is that a woman agrees to go on a date with a man only if he finds a suitor for her unattractive best friend. I mean, that is pretty much the preview that we watched, so... Yeah, the preview showed the whole... The trailer showed everything. (laughs) Yeah, really long for an hour and a half movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That is what happens. Yeah. And I think that's okay, you know? It's not really. (laughs) Um, So, history... I don't have anything for you. Who would have thought that there's no history on the hottie and the naughty from 2008? Ouch. Ouchie. Ouchie. Um, but we do have a budget for you. Hey, Marina, I've got taglines. You want to do taglines today? Yes. Since you didn't get two and Drake and Josh? Yes. Budget, Lucas. Budget facts. Budget. We got, we're working with a $9 million budget here. What? This movie, this movie looked like shit for $9 million. I mean, $9 million is not a lot. Can for... you give me a comparison of something? Because I don't know if that's a lot or not. What was, Friends with Benefits was like 30? 35. Five million, yeah. Okay, what was Transformers? Like two hundred fifty. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this is not a lot. It's no. pretty cheap, but it looks pretty cheap, so that makes sense. Okay. Um, opening weekend, ooh, it only made twenty seven thousand six hundred ninety six dollars. <laughs> That's so, b- and it came out on Valentine's Day. It That's did. So bad. And, it, and it appears that was the only time it came out in America because for U.S. and Canada, it made only twenty seven thousand six hundred ninety six dollars. <laughs> oh, no. However, worldwide, it raked in $1.6 million to recoup some of its loss, which is... So it only lost 7.4 of its $9 million. Which Wait. is, yeah, and the <laughs> $1.6 million is coming entirely from communities like lusting after Paris Hilton. Yes, yeah. foreign a, communities. I have a question. How much do you think Paris Hilton made off of her sex tape? More than this movie Versus made. Versus being in, like, a movie. Yeah, way more. In the like an tape. actual movie. Can you make money off of a leaked sex tape? Probably. Just, just with, like, notoriety and fame. That's true. Much more than this movie. Yeah. I think this movie looked like shit. Mm. We, I had mentioned the lighting, like, right off the bat. It was bad All the lighting. camera angles. and Some the... odd ones. At least the audio was mostly audible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't have any problems with the audio, but, I mean, there's nothing to brag about it, but, hey. 
Nine million. Yeah, it was only in theaters for one week. Yeah. And it only what? made money in the opening weekend. What? In America, yeah. And that's why it flopped. It only it didn't even make twenty eight grand in the first week, so why was it only in theaters for a week? Because the theaters pulled it because it wasn't oh. making them any money. Yeah. No oh. one saw it. Huh. Um, yeah. One of our lowest returns. Yeah. Yeah. I think I only think... the the goofy ones why? like a can opener? I thought it had a bottle opener on it. But anyway, <laughs> the point I was going to make was that I think that they had to pull it from theaters because there were probably too many instances of only having one man in the theater and they had too many masturbating incidents. That would be Ew. tough in this film, though, because she's constantly with... juxtaposed with the naughty who is non-masturbatory worthy. <laughs> non-masturbatory worthy. I would say. Um, so we're through budget, box office, now it's time for a tagline. Okay, I just want to say I did do a tagline in Drake and Josh, but I'm still going to do this one too. Was it? In- it was Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. It, no, it was the it was the alternate title. <coughs> oh. But it wasn't a true tagline. So here is a tagline. <laughs> That's hot? That's not. Huh? <laughs> <coughs> one of our better taglines. No. <laughs> I don't think so. Better than cats and hats only. Yes, that is true. But that's hot. That's not. Is not trying out. It's literally the title of the movie. I <coughs> excuse me. I would wager this movie didn't actually have like a real tagline, and that was just like on the movie poster. Like that's hot. Paris Hilton on one side. That's not. Oh yeah. Lakin on the other side. That's what I would wager. It, it's just what fit on the poster. It yeah. was, they didn't put any thought into a tagline. Yeah, and that's not putting a whole lot of thought into the poster either. But Well, they didn't put a whole lot of thought into the movie in general. Yes, and no one put any thoughts into Paris Hilton's brain. Paris Hilton has never had a thought, exactly. I don't think. <laughs> Nobody heard that from you. So we will continue. <laughs> uh, you yell it? No. So now it's a fax time. Ooh. What kind of facts? That's what I'm trying to figure out. The hot facts! It's gotta be the not facts. That's what I was thinking. Because hot facts could be yeah, anything. Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Not facts. Yeah, let's, let's go with the not facts. Yeah. Not facts! <gasps> wow. That's Christabel? Yep. You know, because usually 13's a bad age. From the first grade on, she just got hotter every year. (laughs) That's weird. Dear Lord. Oh, God. Is that, uh... June Fig. The naughty. Ooh. Naughty? It's a very well-known law of physics. The hotness of one girl is directly proportional to the ugliness of her best friend. Alrighty. Not fact number one. Not fact number one. The most powerful knot is actually the Dutchman's hang knot. <laughs> is it? No. Were you a Boy Scout? No, definitely not. Were I'm you not... an Eagle Scout? No, I'm not trying to get molested. <laughs> I guess that's pretty fair. Do you know anybody that was a Boy or Eagle Scout? Oh, yeah. Chris Chris Leopold was. Good friend of the podcast. Does Chris <laughs> listen to the podcast? On occasion. Hi, Chris. My neighbor Kevin was a Boy Scout. He sold us the Kevin really good Lamb. Kevin Lamb popcorn. Kevin Lamb. Yeah, Kevin Lamb. Good friend of the podcast. <laughs> he he makes his way on here a lot. Yeah. But my first not fact is that when the film was released in the United Kingdom, 
it was advertised as, in quotes, the number one film. Smaller, almost illegible print below revealed that it was actually the number one in the internet movie database's bottom 100, <laughs> which was true at the time. Uh, that's that's both pathetic and, like, skeevy of them to do. <laughs> that, that I mean, that's right on right on par for this. the number one film number one worst film on imdb yeah just so they couldn't get sued yeah that that's pretty funny it was it, it was a big enough poster where you could read it though so it does it it stands by the santa claus the santa claus <laughs> they the santa claus <laughs> hi lou don't go hi lou oh i love you <laughs> my next not fact is that an article in February on February 11, 2008, uh, issue of the Houston Chronicles determined that, based on box office receipts, an average of 28 people per theater saw the movie opening weekend. Mm, poor. Is that per theater in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, and that's that's for like the whole weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. 28. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen. I feel, I feel like I've been to opening weekends where it was comparable to that, though. To 28? Yeah. Like the time we saw the Penguin movie and we were the only ones there. Disney Nature Penguin. It's because we didn't go on opening weekend. Everybody oh. everybody already saw that Disney Nature Penguins beforehand. I saw oh, Michael Jackson's like... I saw Michael Jackson's This Is It, like, opening night as soon as I could. Like the was time... it packed? No. Oh. Like the time I went to 1917 in the middle of the day by myself and I was the only one there. No, the opposite. But I was the only one there. <laughs> what a long stare. We went to Love, Simon that once and it wasn't super packed. Although that movie, I believe, did commercially pretty well. Where did we see that? In Billings. At the Shiloh 14. I don't remember if that was busy or not. I don't think it was. But anyway, so there was that. My next not fact is this movie was shot in less than five <laughs> weeks total. Yo, a quickie. <laughs> One and done. Hit it and quit it. For the hottie and the naughty. Her Paris had other films she needed to be making. Oof. Personal films, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now you guys like Wait, who, <laughs> what, who was her sex tape <laughs> comment? I think... Um, Ray J. No, that was Kim. No, that was Kim. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I think it was just her... They oh, you friends. know? They were friends, so what a, what a spoiler that would have been. A little scandal. That would have been a pretty big spoiler. <laughs> I meant scandal! I was like, spoiler is definitely not the right I've word. already had one drink, okay? You've already had wet drinks. Stop. But who was her sex tape with? I think just her boyfriend. I'm gonna Google it. Her nondescript boyfriend. Yeah. My next... Just not, like me. <laughs> my next not fact is that both Lady Gaga and June Diane Raphael were considered for the role of June. Lady Gaga? Uh-huh. I can see it. Damn. As the naughty. Okay. It's mean. No, because she gets hot at the end. You don't know this movie. Spoilers! <laughs> yeah. I have information. Paris Hilton's sex tape was with someone named Solomon, and it was not a leaked sex tape. It was like a directed porno. See, I told you. Oh, that. yeah, there's she a title there. It's it. called One Night in Paris, and it was directed <laughs> by Rick Solomon. Oh, it was directed by Rick Solomon, who she has sex with in the porno. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Promoted by Kevin Blatt. One Night in Paris, not to be mixed up with Midnight in no. Paris. One Night in Paris is a fantastic name for a sex tape. That though. is an amazing title for that. Yeah. It has so many different meanings to it. Oh, yeah. 
it, it plays on the emotions and the and the sort of dreamy imagination of the overseas and the the city of love yes and her name itself and it, you're in her it, al- <laughs> it also happens to be the movie we're doing next week on the podcast <laughs> no but that would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> one night in paris but midnight in paris little woody allen action love some woody allen action so, to to be hinted at later on question mark huh? woody allen Ooh. uh but yeah so lady gaga and june diane raphael is the role for christine lakin and june so that's cool isn't june cool. diane raphael isn't she the lesbian on new girl i don't know she's paul oh, shear's wife know. she's the one of the co-hosts on how did this get made I'm almost certain that's who it is. I'm sorry, it. I get off track so often. You're never going to get that with the post. But I think well, that's who we're it doing is. good still. Um, my next one is that Paris Hilton helped as a location scout for this film. Mm. That was June Raphael. Um, yeah, that's that's her. So that's oh. the same person? Okay. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> June Diane Raphael is June Raphael. All right. Now, now that we've finally got that established. Yeah, I'm the ready new, to listen now. Now that we've got the new girl stuff out of the way. Yeah, so <laughs> Paris Hilton was a location scout for this film. She's a triple threat. <laughs> she can. She acts, she's hot, and she scouts. Yep. That's, That's all, all you need. That, yeah, that is all you need when you're Paris Hilton and you're an heiress with millions and millions. Oh, like the Hilton Hotel. Yes. Like oh. the Hilton Is that Hotel. what she's famous for? That's, I think her dad's Her Hilton. dad was the founder oh. of the Hilton Hotel. Yeah. Like London Tipton from Sweet Life is yeah. like a spoof of Paris Hilton. There, oh. I can't remember what the show was. I love was. a good Hilton Hotel. I can't remember what the show nice was, hotels. but mm-hmm. it was Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. It was like some MTV show. Oh, yeah. And they were like best friends and hanging out or whatnot and yeah they were just spoiled brats because and they were mean to kim kardashian yes because the hilton the hilton hotels and nicole richie being lionel richie's daughter Hmm. hello is it me all of the (laughs) fuck only two more not facts this film is rated now number 14 Mm. On IMDb's bottom 100 films of all time. Joining really five other movies? Three that we have oh, done. Oh, okay. The only movie with a worse rating right now is Birdemic at number 12. <laughs> oh. These have been updated since we did Birdemic because that was seven at the time. Yeah. Wow. Number 12. Others that included are Cats at 38 and The Wicker Man at 93. Mm. Wait, what co- number is this? 14. 14. Oh. Birdemic is 12. The worst ever movie. What is number one? I don't remember what it's called. Okay. I'll Google no, it. No, we don't need to look I at it right now. I think it's called 50-50. No. <laughs> Alex's favorite film. She slaps him. That's a joke. I love 50-50. 50-50 so good. <laughs> it was a joke. It's a District 9. No, that's a very well-acclaimed movie. You might need to go to the next one. That's the non-updated one. I had to look. There we go. Smolensk. We're really padding your not facts. Yeah, why not? Hey. hey! And my last not facts is our nominees for this film. This was the Golden Trailer Award nominee for Trashiest Trailer. Yeah, hell yeah, it was. <laughs> and at the Women's Film Critics Circle Awards, this was the winner for the Hall of Shame. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, where is that this going? Woman. And then Razzies. Oh, yes. I was going to ask. That Nom- was going to be my next question, Nominated, too. but did not win for Worst Picture, Worst Director, and Worst Screenplay 
but was a winner for Worst Actress in Paris Hilton and Oof. Worst Screen Couple, which is either Paris Hilton and either Christine Lakin or Joel David Moore. Mm. They thought the girls were a couple? It's just like a in the rest like a duo. Couple. Yeah. Oh, just like any pair of mm. actors. Yeah. Yeah, because in like Transformers, it's like any Transformer human or entity interacting with each other. Like they just oh. shit on everybody in that one. But and that is the end of our not facts. Cannot facts. Woo-hoo. Good clap. Oh, we forgot to sync the audio. Oh shit! Wow, that was really good, guys. Thanks. Alex forgot. <laughs> Alex did not sync the audio with us. Um, so we're gonna get into the movie now. It is a Purple Pictures production that's, film. That's what I wrote too. Purple Pictures. <laughs> a Purple People Eater Pictures production. Oh, that sounds one pretty potent. One. Good job. Sorry. Panks. Panky <laughs> <laughs> panky. Um, but yeah, our main character, Nate, played by Joel David Moore, he fell in love. With Paris Hilton's character, Christabel. All the way back in the first grade. When he what first a saw name. Christabel. Yeah. She goes by Chris, but... The I... little kid actor was so cute. Wrong. Wrong. He is I thought he was so cute. ugly. His eyes are, like, almost at... <laughs> On the sides of his head. his head. Like a hammerhead shark. He looked like, like a hammerhead shark. A little bit. He also, Not the Wonder Years. He also kind of looks uh, like whatever. the younger, the youngest kid in Modern Family in the later seasons. The youngest kid, Luke. the the grandkid, or yes. Luke. No, not the Luke. The grandkid, he mm, a little bit, kind of. With those wide eyes, yeah. I I don't know. We pointed on me. Like, mm, I don't know about yeah, him. He looked a little fetal alcohol to me. Oh, Luke. ooh. <laughs> but yeah, he he fell in love with her. She was a new student in his elementary school, six years old, and it's Valentine's Day when she shows up. Yep, is that her first day on Valentine's Day? I think so, because he was handing out Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, but he... Oh, like, no, it wasn't her first day. No, because he, he, like, planned it out for her. Yes. What'd you think of his Valentine's Day card? Yeah, Marina. It was so cute. I hope one of my kids make that for me on Monday. Was it too small, though? Um, maybe a little. It was too small, okay. Well, I thought it was pretty big. Yeah, I mean, it was like tw- <laughs> twice the size of his head. I was thinking it was pretty big, but... I like really, really, really big mm, Valentine's Day yes, cards. Yes, of course. What do you think, Alex, of that Valentine's Day card? Can't go too big on Valentine's Day. Mm. Exactly. I don't know. I feel like there should have been candy or something on it, don't you? There I'm... wasn't any candy on it. Was there at least a pencil? No, there was some candy on it. There's those yeah. chalk hearts all the way around oh, it. Oh, well, and... those are disgusting. Those don't qu- count as candy. <laughs> this is why as... she doesn't love Those him. are counted as dust. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's in love with her. He goes to give her a Valentine's Day card. Yep. That's it. 20 years later. That's right. In Maine. It's, somewhere in Maine. It's the beautiful Joel David Moore. He's playing a guitar. He's playing it pretty poorly. Yeah, no, he, he can't play. No, his songwriting is even more skeptical. Yeah, it's basically criticizing his then girlfriend for what things that she's done to him. I would, if I were her though, I would never do something this heinous. You know? What'd she do? Well, you know. Well, no. <laughs> you you clearly know. You announced at the beginning that we didn't watch the movie. Well, you could still. Take Was a she guess. being a whore? No. Nope. No. She. She instead grabs his guitar mid-song and, and smashes it over his head really violently. She's a psycho. Did she really do that? Yeah, she really did. 
smashes it on his head and breaks up with him. And then that's not even the worst part because he no. goes out to stop her from driving away. She literally runs him over. Straight runs him <laughs> over in the car. And not in like not, that's so funny. Not a movie scene where you see him hit him and he bounces over the car. No, he goes under the tires. It's like in her car. You see the bump. Yep, he goes right under it. <laughs> Just stops like right on top of him too. He pokes his head out. Yeah. He's like, I'll let you leave, but I love you. And she just revs her tires, makes sure he, he gets the hell out of there. Gets some exhaust in him, yeah. It's like something the girl in Love, and Love is Blind did, and then the guy still gives her another chance. Yeah, true confession. Today we watched, Alex, Marine, and I, while Lucas coached, watched a cumulative six hours of Love is Blind. <laughs> I don't regret any of it. Is, and, what is the verdict? Is Love Blind? No! That's no. It's an emphatic no. So, so, <laughs> so I guess apologies to our blind community out there. You cannot find love. You're, you are unlovable. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just harder to love when you're blind. No. Yeah. We're missing the point. I think they're sending off mixed signals here. <sighs> but uh, Signals the blind could not even see. You stop it. <laughs> so in the middle of the street, laying on the ground after run over... He is, like, reflecting about elementary school, as most of us do. Yeah. Really thinking back to first grade, the best time in your life. The the one time his heart soared. And you think about first grade or any elementary school. Who was that person, your crush? Uh, I, I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't want to say. Who's your crush, Alex? Hey, I'm Allison. not going to tell you, but... They're homosexual now, so oh. <laughs> it didn't work out for me. Mine, mine was probably Molly Wright for a while. Molly Wright. A little Montessori Molly. <laughs> I kicked mine in the stomach to prove I didn't like him. <laughs> she was secretly in love with yeah, This is my, one of my favorite stories. She was at recess. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't recess. We were recess. in the classroom, and I don't know what happened. This one girl <laughs> was saying I like him, and I was like, no, I don't watch this. And I like, went over. He was on all fours, like picking up garbage, and I just Kicked him in the stomach to prove I didn't like him, even though I was in love with him. And she had to stay after class. I had to stay after school and talk about it with my teacher. Why Why was he picking up trash on all fours? Well, he was just like down on the ground getting garbage. That's just what know. you do in Alaska. You clean up the classroom. <laughs> on all fours. He was on the ground. Why? Okay, whatever. This was in the second grade, so I guess it doesn't even count because we're talking about first grade. Mine was probably... Um, Shania Lucas. Oh, shout out. Southside Shania. What's she up to these days? I don't know. I really don't know. If that's her nickname, we can assume probably not. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true, because we know how bad the ghetto is, so. But. Yes. Of Billings. She was, she was a redhead. I know that. Mm. As she still is a redhead. Uh-huh. But Shania Lucas was probably mine. So it sounds like you do know what she's up <laughs> <Yeah>. to. <laughs> You're telling her she's I'm just assuming it's not like it's not like now she's just like what if she's dead why don't you look her up right now (laughs) what did you say what What if she's dead I guess she could be I'm gonna look up Shania Lucas Uh, and I'll give us another plot point okay so as he's reminiscing he says I need to find out and track this girl down because that is the only source of real love and real true romance I've ever had in my life What's that grimace face, Marina? This is really strong. Well, there's like a half an ounce left. I know. <laughs> so, okay, but hold on. Wait, wait. So, I gotta make my point before I finish the... 
he does all this oh, without Facebook because this is really before the rise of social media. So he has to do all his private eye detective stuff in order to track her down. Oh, I thought based on the preview that he just like randomly runs into her. Oh, no. No, oh, he, no. it's like a, it's like a planned meet cute. Yes. Well, he flies cross country for A meet creepy. Yeah. Why is he still exactly. thinking about her from the first grade? Because that's the only time in his life he's ever found love. He only felt... He only felt the rush rush of romance to his mm. blood this one time in his life for Christabel. That rush of blood was just to his penis. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> nice, Brandon. It's the rush of blood to the head. Yeah, so he does fly cross-country for her. And like like I said, he was reflecting. He, he will have to get by her ugly friend, though. That's what you learn is that June was her best friend. She's not the most objectively attractive person no and to succeed with a relationship with christabel he's got to get by june this is this is this will be his in to succeed in his relationship with crucible <laughs> yes <laughs> that's to, all i hear when he you has say to, christabel he has to get by gin to yeah. get to crucible <laughs> um and so he goes to his friend arno oh Arno's the greg who? the greg monroe Greg the, Miller. The Greg Wilson, of course. Greg Wilson. Greg Monroe's a center in the NBA. Yes. <laughs> Even the Greg Wilson is is might be one of the ugliest men <laughs> in Hollywood history. He's short, he's fat, he's got a, a giant nose, he's just very stubbly beard and a Jew fro. And, yeah, he's And he, he's the weirdest person in this film. He lives with his mom, and him and his mom are just like stalkers that keep yearbooks and track people down from his elementary school days yep. to know where they're living and their routines. Yeah, and specifically Christabel. Yes, Nate doesn't bat an eye about it. He goes to him, he's like, so what does Christabel do? He's like, well, you gotta yeah. if you want to really catch her, you got to find her on her running route at the beach between 6.15 and 6.18 a.m. Yep. Every day. Which I'm always there. <laughs> and and then she goes to the, the pier bar thing. The beachside cafe. And eats... It's a... Yogurt and a tea or, or something like that. Yeah. She's got to stay fit. Yeah. It wasn't a big meal. And she does go to the cafe every single day. Yeah. And so he gives all this info to Nate. Yep. And Nate is going to join the crew of stalkers because Crucible is... <laughs> thanks, Alex. Crucible is apparently the hottest woman in L.A. I mean, would you would you argue otherwise? Yes, I don't think... There are many other actresses that I think are hotter than Paris Hilton. Well, who are they? Uh, we've already talked about Mila Kunis the last episode. You and I both brought up, like, Kristen Bell before. Yeah. We've had Anna de Armas in one of our Margot Robbie. Oh, we brought up Margot Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> Emily Radzikowski. Should we keep going, ladies? What are we naming? Hottest women and celebrities, hottest Ooh. actresses. Angela Merkel. Mm, I'm a bit. She's like the German <laughs> she's prime, the minister. German <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> she's stupid. so old. She's like seventy-eight. <laughs> when you put me on the spot like this, I forget every. I don't remember ever any female actress. This is yeah. this is literally the names. Billy Eichner. Name a woman. <laughs> name a woman. <laughs> any anyone? Yeah, just name a woman. Why can't I think of a woman right now? Angelina Jolie, Jennifer Aniston. I would say <gasps> Jennifer Aniston. Like at the so time, hot. like in two thousand eight. Angelina Maybe Jolie like and Kira Knightley. Mm, Olivia Wilde. Mm. Mm. Angela if Merkel. I saw pictures, no, I could quit tell saying you. Angela Merkel. <laughs> Power is sexy. Natalie Portman. Yep. 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 <laughs> but so women are hot. I need like a list. Is the, is or the point? 
Yeah. Yes. But I say, but Paris Hilton, Correct. I wouldn't say is not in that category. She's not a naughty. Exactly. And uh, yeah. so he joins all the stalkers on the beach. There are at least six of them. Yep. Just sitting there with signs. Yeah, one one guy's sign says, marry me. One guy with with a fucking chin divot that he set his head on for the <laughs> past like four years or whatever. Yeah. There's the albino guy that's there. Yeah. He's, who's he's, just albino for no he's reason. He's got some problems. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a lot of problems. And she comes running by. What did you guys think of this running scene? She's running. Mm-hmm. It gave me um, Baywatch. Baywatch vibes. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, accurate. that's a very accurate statement. Considering we didn't watch the movie, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't slow mo. Her boobs did bounce a lot. However, this the running went on for like a minute of slow, and I think they used the one clip over where over. she looked to the yeah, side and flipped her hair times. like four times at least. Yeah, and as she's jogging, she just is wreaking havoc on <laughs> all on the men of civilized <laughs> society. People are like crashing their bikes, people are <laughs> dropping what they're holding. They the volleyball game goes awry. Yeah, a car I think smashes into a storefront. She it's, she really holds I, Every man's heart in the palm of her hands. It really is crazy. And society not only just halts, but it completely collapses in on itself Mm -hmm. when she's in the vicinity. That's how hot she is. And she passes by. Same. (laughs) And Nate thinks, you know what? I'm going to chase her down. This is my chance. So as he's running after her, do you guys think that this was the running after her on the beach was romantic? Well, we're in the Me Too era, so no. Okay. Agreed. Mm. What did you think about What did you think about the sniffing? It's very creepy. It was. It made me very uncomfortable. As it should. Could you imagine if you were running in the park and a man just started sniffing you? I couldn't even imagine you sniffing me and we're married. I thought you were going to say I couldn't even imagine running in the park. <laughs> oh, well, oh, that, that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's sniffing her and she stopped and he just tackles her. Yep, the first tackle of his of the movie for Joel David Moore. <laughs> There's more than one tackle. I think there are four. Four or five. A trope. Uh, the tackle trope. The tackle What's a trope? trope? A trope is something that is like in a movie that happens over and over again. So like in a romantic comedy trope would be the girl always saying, I thought you were different, so like, for example. Okay. Yeah, so it happens a lot of times in movies. You can identify tropes. You English majors in your big words. <laughs> it's one no, syllable. No, Lucas taught me that. <laughs> it's one <laughs> syllable. It's a quarter word, Lucas. It is a quarter word. Trope? Yes. I speak in five cent words. Nickel words. How mellifonkerous of you. <laughs> I don't even know if that's, well, that's a word. that's not a word. So we have to move on. You guys are being really heliocentric. <laughs> well, after Thanks. he tackles her, she pops up and she's like kind of offended, but she remembers him. And now they're just on a date. She's Yeah, she's super flirty for this guy she hasn't seen in like 25 years or no, like 20 years. Yeah. I yeah. love doing that. Yeah. Just being super flirty. <laughs> Would you flirt with the guy you kicked in the chest if you, if you saw him? No, he's gross now. Oh. Well, Joel David... <laughs> More it's gross now. Yeah, he's not the most attractive person. No. But he lands this like little coffee date with her, and he lies to her and says that he's a personal trainer. So she invites him over to her and June's gym. Right so, away for yoga. Yeah. So they go to yoga. He, oh, yeah. he gets her number. He gets her number, and for some reason, she well, <clears throat> she writes it on her on his hand so she won't forget the address of the gym and then she like super sensually blows right on his hand another mm, yep yeah and and he he 
loses his shit. Mm-hmm. He might have yeah. came. He might have came. <laughs> and so now he's at the gym. And yeah, I was thinking it was going to be a real gym, but no, it's just like a we uh, a beach yoga. Yeah, yuppie yoga studio. Yuppie yoga. We should we should start yuppie yoga. Let's do yuppie yoga every Wednesday. <laughs> we do yuppie yoga in my classroom every Tuesday. Really? Yeah. What? We what have do you yoga do? group in my classroom. That's fun. Every Tuesday. Do they like it? The kids love it. I wish we did it every day. But I, I'm too lazy. <laughs> I, also, I also have a note here that before the scene, it just says horse neighing as as one of the subtitle action. Why? <laughs> why are there horses on the beach? I don't remember why the horses Let's go were to neighing. the beach. Beach. <laughs> I was not here for that. Ninja. Oh, there we go. And uh, so he, yeah, he shows up to the the gym, and he's just trying to you know make his impression on. On uh, Christabel and June is there. He gets to yep. meet her. We we get a big long shot of how ugly she is. Yes. Like behind Christabel, you know, yeah. hands over. And he's like, he he spots one of the train of the yoga people doing that like French like kiss on the each side of the cheek thing. Yep. So, so to impress Christabel, he goes to do it to June. <laughs> yeah. He gets, he gets one cheek in and he gets bumped, which forces him to just... Full on plant one right on her kisser. And Christabel doesn't even bat an eye about it. She's like, we don't get much action these days. Oh, nice. How's it going? Yeah. And June's surprised. But he doesn't, she doesn't turn him away. She wasn't like offended by it or anything. No. In the Me Too movement nowadays. Yeah, you can't do that. That could get you canceled. She's an incel. Kind of. Incest. Oh, okay. And, um,. So then they're yogin. Yoga's a hot mess. Yogin? Yogin. Yeah, is yoga. That, that's from the, the trailer where he gets a sock in his yep. face. And it literally looks like there's like slime yep. in the toe of the sock oh, just hanging just off started. her foot. Yep. So there's, there's a lot of ass shots. It's 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 the classic juxtaposition. We get the, the Paris Hilton shots where it's just straight up her asshole shots, basically. Yep. Lucas loves a good ass shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because nice. are you making fun of my steroid injections? Yeah. How dare you? You know that makes me so mad. <laughs> you don't like him when he's angry. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we get some great, we get some great ass shots. Um, but that's all juxtaposed next to the nastiness of the naughty. The nass. The nass of the naughty. <laughs> Yeah, the not she, nasty. She's got scars all over. She's got moles, pimples, and moles, and yeah, and snot dripping everywhere, and like leftover bandage markings on her legs. Lots of hair. Yep, and that lack of hair on top of her head. It's just a bunch of gross-out humor. Yep, exactly. And after all, the sock in the face, like you had pointed out. Yep. And Nate finally asks Christabel out to dinner. Yep. And she says yes. Oh my God! How? She has made a vow. She hasn't dated in a long time. Not since high school. Because she's made a vow that she will not date anybody until June gets a date as well. Because June has never had a not, yeah. a boyfriend, a date, a kiss. Yeah, not just a date. Like something, someone special in her life, she says over and over. What a sad life. <laughs> but it's okay because Nate has the perfect person for he Like right off the top. He has an idea. Yeah. He, he knows, and at one point, Christabel says she slept around a lot, but feels she felt so bad. She's like, I, I was with so many men before, and yeah. I decided to quit that. But yeah, he's got the perfect girl for her. 
Uh, Cole Slauson. <laughs> yeah, a, mate, a name he made up because he was eating coleslaw. Which, because Paris Hilton's stupid, didn't realize. Dim-witted. Yeah. Wim-ditted. <laughs> She's very wim-ditted. So yeah, Cole Slauson, which I would probably believe is a real name if somebody told me. Not if you were eating coleslaw, though. I guess it's true. <laughs> and, um... So he makes, what Nate does is he makes signs for medical research. Yeah, even though, even okay, though. Okay, so he does have a job. No. Nate? Yeah. He, no, he doesn't. Uh, no, he doesn't at all. He says he's unemployed earlier in the movie. Oh, so but that, money... you just said his job. What? No, the signs for medical research are to it's lure like those, some poor exactly, sucker pull the into tab. dating the naughty. Even oh. though even though Arno has said he has tried in the past that he's tried to pay dudes to, to go on dates with him, remember? Because he's like, <laughs> it's not one date, it's not five dates, man. It's the whole life, man. Yep. This has been man. Th- this has been tried and failed in the past already. But, you know, Nate's going to do it anyway. So he puts out $500 for some schluck yep. to come by, pull the tag, and just call him. And somebody does. Our Mr. Cole Slauson. Yeah. I, I never got really... his... I don't mean you ever said his name. I thought he might have, but I think he... I don't remember it. It's a guy in a fisherman's hat. He's a weirdo. He said none of his girlfriends in the past have been pretty. All he cares about is if she has a vagina. He yeah. Says. If she's got a vagina, he's down. Yep. And so... Does he... Does she... Does he say vagina? He does no. not. Thank God. <laughs> I'm the only person that says vagina. Yeah. Um, but it is lunch double date time. And our Cole Slauson character sees June and he is taken aback. He wants to hurl. He's disgusted. He is. June, too, before, right around this time. She's a hero. She so, stands up for Sort of, yeah. Because this, this big jerky looking guy, he, I mean, he looked like a piece of jerky. <laughs> he comes up. <laughs> He comes up to their table to come hit on Paris Hilton and just knocks June out the way. So June has this big long monologue about it. Sort of like reminded me of like Goodwill Hunting almost in a way. So she's like, "You go back." You're to saying the that porch. the hottie and the naughty reminded you of Academy <laughs> Award winning film Goodwill Hunting from bit. ten years prior. That was okay. sort of her monologue. Yeah. I have a question though. Why doesn't Paris Hilton just make over the ugly girl and make her hot? Well, it's she not has, that easy. No, it was revealed Soon. throughout the movie. Yeah, she has a lot of problems. Like she skincare stuff gives her further rashes. Like hair plugs and stuff ruins the rest of her hair. So like anything she does, it always backfires. She says mm-hmm. her her teeth have fluorosis, so they're yeah. gone. She would need whole new teeth. I don't know about the mole. I don't know what she ever pointed out about that, but. Well, you can't really get rid of a mole. Uh, they do. You dig it right out. Ew, ow. <laughs> that healed up nice, too. There's no scar. Yeah. It's uh, a little chunk. But, oh, spoilers. So, yeah, she gets a terrible monologue. And Cole does not want to... He does not want to be on this dating board. But Nate triples the offer to 1500 yeah. and he's unemployed. Yeah. After already coming cross-country... Spending all that money, yeah. yeah. He's just he's just ready. Pulling it out of his ass. And um, they sit down, and Nate and Cole, all the time, audibly argue about June, like, within earshot yeah. of her. And you could see that she's upset about it. Yeah, and then he, like, sort of displays that, like, oh, don't worry, he's, like, he's weird about this, but it... <laughs> But it's clearly, it's clearly Cole just going like, oh my god, she's the worst ever. Like, I can't do that anymore of this. Did you hear any of that, Marina? <laughs> no, I'm texting Alex. Oh, then 
<laughs> She's sitting right there. Well, it's we can't important. talk over the podcast. <laughs> it's not important. I saw her text. <laughs> okay, all it says is I'm so drunk. <laughs> Wait, the one I was sending back? No, I didn't see so that. So that one was pretty funny. I did see sick, but I didn't so see She was sending another. But anyway. Okay, tell me again. I'll, I'll try to listen. No, it was, oh. just, it was just a thing that we were saying like, she was in earshot of them, and she could totally hear him. Like, they were talking that loud. So we were talking like that. That happens to me and Alex all the time. That men talk audibly about how ugly no. you are? <laughs> no. <laughs> we are talking, and we talk so loudly that other people mm. can hear us. That's my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> when we're talking about them. So they're on this date, and they... Well, don't they get another date after this? I think it's still the same date. They propose oh, okay. to go on a boat. Okay. And on this boat, Nate ends up asking everyone their ideal date spot. Oh, here's the scene I actually watched. I'm ready to participate. Okay, what's what's your ideal date spot? He he says, I'll start. Well, someone said something (laughs) else. I forget. They talk about her toe. Yeah, it ends up being about her toe. I don't know. It was was, uh, Cole Slauson said, like, what's your ideal date? He says home, yeah. He didn't know how to be here. And then Joel David Moore says, I'll start. I say Venice. And then... The naughty June also says, she well, also Venice says, is mine too. Oh, wow. So they share a little moment. That's little the first scene. And then Just they go talk on a about date to another country. And then they talk about that's how the, that's the dream the, she has treatment for her toe because she works at a zoo and the other zookeeper used the same treatment on her toe as he's using on the silverback gorilla <laughs> because they have the same disease on their toe. <laughs> so, coming back to it, what is your dream date spot? Anywhere in the world. I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. My watch says I need to stand maybe, up this hour. Maybe, maybe Cairo. Mm, Egypt, huh? Yes. There's, there's Alex just... is not like that idea. I don't An know. An ideal date Alex spot? Is, Alex is a known Would Islamophobe. Would it be something like adventure? <laughs> no, I'm not. Shut the hell up. Yeah, it could be whatever you want. I don't know. The hub, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about the rest of the world. I'm staying in Missoula. Hawaii? No, I mean... Croatia? I would probably not do Croatia. That's just me, though. I would Croatia want... has, like, the best beaches I just want to go wherever really? Alex yeah. goes. Oh, I would want <laughs> to spend a, a weekend in one of those, like, treehouse cabins. Yes! That's where um Devin was going to go mm-hmm. one time, right? Yeah. That's my... That's a dream date spot for me. Mine... So there's my answer. Mine is not going to shock answer. you guys at all. Okay. <laughs> With a gay bar. <laughs> God damn, I got That fucking... might be the funniest joke ever. <laughs> I got fucking gross. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what was your dream date, Brad? Oh, you're not even going to hear it over Marina laughing here. <laughs> I love making gay jokes about Brandon. <laughs> Yeah, Alex makes them about me too. No, I never. Uh, Yeah, we talked about it today. (laughs) It's funny. Okay, I feel like mine would be somewhere like, like a jungle. Like you could go on a safari or something. Mm, Okay. I don't know. Are you ready for mine? Like I said, you're not gonna be shocked. Wait, I want to know what Lucas thinks yours is for real. Uh, The the Apollo Theater. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which one's the Apollo Theater? Open mic at the Apollo in New York. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like a tour of the Nat. I thought NASA it was gonna be space. Like yeah, that. that'd be pretty cool. My answer was the moon. <laughs> <laughs> What's your actual answer? Date on the moon. Well, I said Cairo. Are you being serious? That'd be cool. That'd be so Are you cool. being serious yeah. though? 
Oh. Alex pir- is going to break up with you. The the oh. Well, you can take Brandon. <laughs> the pyramids, King Tut. Okay. Camels and shit. Well, you can take Brandon. Camel toes and shit. Yeah. yeah. See, he wants to go. Yeah. That'd be cool. I can solve <laughs> Camel toes? I can yeah. solve the Sphinx's riddle. And we could go to the moon and solve the moon mysteries. The moon, the moon men. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I've fun. been... Okay, speaking of camel toes... Um, God, where the fuck is this going? I've been teaching one of my kindergartners personal hygiene, like how to brush their teeth and brush her hair and stuff. But you can't really teach a kindergartner about camel toes, but she pulls her leggings up so high that yeah. she has one every day. Mm, that's pretty rough. I know. We should do a whole space themed monk and call ourselves the Moon Men. I'd love a space themed monk. What would you, what sound would you put behind it? A rocket blasting off. Lucas oh, would lose his mind if he got to watch sci-fi movies for an entire month on the podcast. <gasps> you could ask my dad for suggestions. They're not Sci-fi's allowed in our home. <laughs> it's true. Let's get back to the hottie and the naughty. Yeah, sorry. So, after this whole, like, after he ideal date yes. place and they share that moment, um, it's time to sunbathe. And there's lots of sexy Paris Hilton scenes. June takes her cover-up off. And Cole... Cole Slauson, actually... No, but wait, but wait. We have to talk about how she has a Speedo one-piece on with her underwear underneath the Ugh, Speedo. It's so bad. good. And her legs are hairy, but it's like patchy hair and there's blood. <laughs> like, it's bad. It's so mm, funny. It's really bad. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. But Cole, for some reason, like, steps up, he mans up. He's like, I fucking got this. Yeah. I'm going to sooner sweep her off her feet. And then immediately he's, he's putting on that chapstick, and this is the toenail. Yeah, the toenail somehow got ripped off of her by foot. the wind. Yeah, and flung into poor Cole Slauson's mouth, which we audibly. Uh, so he jumps off the boat and, and just swims, swims that into was pretty, the distance. That was pretty funny. Yeah. So back at uh, Christabel's place, her and June's place, Nate gives her and June a two thousand dollar coupon for spa treatments he says he got it being a personal trainer but he wants to give it to them because it's for two people and all all for the benefit of fixing up june yes and which it was not free he spent two thousand dollars on this shit and all of this whole time like christabel's trying to give june advice she's like maybe you should go you need to be more confident in yourself that will help you get a man and so nate takes Christabel aside and he opens up to her about his plans for June. And she actually finds this sweet. Like he's been sabotaging yeah. this whole time. Actually, actually cares about her. He, she, she says he wants to help her. She even says that she thought, and he says like, I've thought about you for so long. And she's like, I've actually been thinking about you for these past few years. Inexplicably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she was thinking of the bug eyed person. Of Nate Cooper in the first grade. Yeah. yeah. In the first grade. Um, yeah. And she, in fact, kept his little dopey school picture this entire time, too. Just to stare at sometimes. His yeah, first grade picture. And lust after him. So they only went to school together in the first grade? That's Correct. what we're thinking, because they don't have any other pictures together. This literally reminds me of the fact that Marina keeps her my senior picture on her fridge. I want to move it somewhere else, but I'm thinking maybe the bathroom mirror. Oh, that's <laughs> bad. Please don't do that. <laughs> that's the only picture on the bathroom. Yeah. The, yeah. the ceiling above our bed so we can fall asleep to it. <laughs> Look at all those lines. <laughs> all the laugh lines. But so they find Cole Slauson that's again funny. because they have these plans for him. They, they get him back on the team. 
and they tie him up. Ar- yeah, uh, Arno and Joel De- Nate. No, Arno and Nate tie him up, and they're gonna hypnotize him and shock him. Yeah, they do homemade electric shock therapy. They do. So whenever he sees a hot girl, they shock him. And whenever they see June, they feed him a nice cream-based thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. Was they shock him if he sees a hot girl, and if he sees June, they feed him cream. Yeah, they put cream in nice his mouth. Sweet cream. But then the very <laughs> right away they mess it up and just shock him for looking at the at the naughty. at the picture of June. Yeah, and he didn't even get the cream after that. They didn't cream his mouth. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm so confused yep. right now. But so the electric. Well, no, you watch the movie. You should be confused. No, I've been messaging Devin, so I haven't been listening. And oh, so you just jumped into cream in the mouth. Cream. Yeah, I'm so confused. Well, this will, this will clear it up for you. Okay. The electrotherapy does not work. Okay. <laughs> so they move into hypnosis. Which works perfectly. Immediately. Not only does it work on cold. Well, it, it doesn't work right away because he's kind of like rolling his eyes. But as they start going, we're both just like, oh, yep, it's going to work. Yeah, it's going to work. That's how this movie and works. It, it's, he, Nate has the, the hypnosis for dummies book or whatever. Yep. And it not only works on Arno, or not only works on Cole Slauson for a bit. It works on Arno. Arno. It works on a bit. I think his mom, that was biking in the background, started to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Nate should be a, hyp- a hypnotist. That's his real call. That should be because he executed this flawlessly. But they, when he they snap him to, they make him imagine anytime he sees June as this sexy space alien goddess yeah, woman. I, it's like Lady K or something from Star Trek Generation. It was a Star Trek thing. Yeah. Okay. I do know that they called him a Trekkie, but I didn't know if it was yeah. actually Star and Trek. And then they give him a secret passcode to, to break out of his hypnosis. They give him something that you would never, ever hear in the real world. Yeah, what do you think that secret passcode was? So, just a, a saying that would never happen, Marina. So that he can always be in love with June. Um, uh, um, the tanuki ran into a mushroom <laughs> tower at full Goomba speed. Tanuki. No, a Goomba speed. tower at full mushroom speed. Yeah. Tanuki Mario took down a Goomba tower at full mushroom speed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that that is a, that's a good answer. That's a, that is something that's never, Alex, what do you think this saying is? To break him out of his hypnosis. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll give you, we'll give you each the first two words and you have to finish it. I right. love. June. No. Dick. He... Nice. Yeah. If... So if he says, I love dick, he's going to pop out, okay? Yeah. What do you think? Uh... It's, a, it's a slur I like to say. A slur? Oh. I love... <laughs> I don't want to see a slur. <laughs> I love midget mimes is the, is the passcode. Is it really? Yeah. It is, I, if he says, I love midget, or if he hears, I love, I love midget... midget mimes. He breaks out of it. Wow, this is perfect for you. You get to make a... A midget joke? A midget joke, yeah. And so, um, they're at... The pier. Yeah. Because it's it's the naughty's favorite place to go. And he is all over June. Cole Slauson is, yes. And... The hypnosis is in full effect. Yes, and he's just all over her when they spot... A little person mime. Of course, the next day, of course, they run good. into a mime that is a little person. Yep, and then, of course, a, Nate just goes, oh, God. And and a, a nine-year-old girl that's at the <laughs> fair just happens to scream out, I love midget mimes! Yep. Which immediately pops him out of the spell. And it's funny because her mom goes, they're called little people. Honey. Yeah, she does correct the little girl. Yes. But he does pop out of his hypnosis. Screams. Sees June, screams, and runs away. 
Yep. And uh, the mime calls up June from the crowd. And he's like, oh, look at her. Oh, yeah, this is weird that this and happened so right here. And so rude is he pulled her aside and just <laughs> drew her face on the body of a horse. Yeah. That's this, so mean. It's also our mimes, like, caricature artists. Is that part of their thing? <laughs> I must also point out right now that Marina is so trashed right now. <laughs> is it the midget mime? Is the midget mime talking? No. Oh, well, you said that he is was nat- like, and I was like, oh. Because that is the nature of the mime, Alex. Fuck off. That's not the point. So he said that the mime was a, talking. And a, and a caricature mime. artist, yes. Yes, he, he draws this picture of her face on a horse. And Nate's like, you know what? I'm going to stand up for her, not just to impress Christabel, but really to stand up for her. When out of nowhere... Who the a guy who I originally thought was Brad Pitt at first? <laughs> Johan steps in. Yep, throws the mime to the side and is there him. to rescue June from the embarrassment and the hilarity of her s- situation. Yeah, and he he's the 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 knight in white shining the knight in shining armor on the white horse. Yeah, so he invites them over to his place, which is a fucking white knighting four story contemporary mansion in Los Angeles. So this. This place is like $15 million <laughs> yeah. mansion. And just because it's a $15 million mansion, we have to point out what he is. And my note is, Johan is a hunk European millionaire, Harvard graduate, marine dentist, model, charity worker. Pilot. Pilot. <laughs> and is flirting with June. Is that one single four-year degree? No, he did this over a couple years. So he, it's a two-year degree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, it's a, an associate? He got his associates in Harvard grad marine dentist model <laughs> charity worker pilot. Yeah, because he, he does work with Doctors Without Borders, which I guess would be Dentists Without Borders. Maybe. Which was an office joke, I feel like. Dentists Without Borders. I was. Maybe. What was, what was the joke Hold on the on, office? Oh, what was it? Denti- it was Dentists Without Borders, right? Yeah, it was, some, it was in the Afghan episode that we were talking about. Because it was the charity ones, but... So yeah, and he is flirting with June. It's like what? Again, inexplicably. And, now. And Nate is like, this guy must be onto something. Like, yeah, that's weird that he's doing that. But you yeah. know, that's great. There's a there's a man for June at the time, so he can get closer to Christabel. And now they go on a Los Angeles nature hike. It's very <laughs> that, hot out. That's an oxymoron. Los Angeles nature hike. Yeah. And uh, it's very hot out. And. You know, Christabel and Johan, they're fit. They're just way out in front of the pack. Nate and June are dying. <laughs> they're so out of shape, yeah. Same. 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 Marina's the only in shape. <laughs> what? We all said same when we're out of shape, and you're just like, I'm cool. You're the Chilling o- over here. You're the only one in shape of the four of us. Because I have to chase toddler. I mean, I have to chase five-year-olds all day. But also, I am not in shape, so same. <laughs> um, but while they're, like, straggling behind, they do, like... They kind of bond. They bond. They've got... Their their personalities really match each other. They've got similar humors, you know. They get along pretty well. And Similar tumors as well. What? <laughs> this is a cancer film? This no. is the sequel. Just because she's kind of lumpy. Oh. She's kind of lumpy. The hottie and the thotty. The hottie and the, and the melanoma. <laughs> Oh my god! The lymphoma and the leukemia. Yeah. This is the first, the first one. But it, when you just look at it, it's clear who the couples are supposed to be here. Yeah. But not everyone is aware of it yet. That is the irony of the comedy. The satirical irony in the scene is that the audience sees it, yet the characters inside it do not. It's so fucking Shakespearean. This tragic comedy. Wow. Yeah. 
The hottie and the, who would have guessed? To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is noble in the mind to shuffle off this mortal coil. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is so annoyed. <laughs> and here you find that Johan is the mountaineering stunt pilot. And Nate continues to try and one-up Johan to appeal to Christabel. Mm-hmm. And um, he says he, he too is a pilot. Mm-hmm. He, he's not only he's a not only a pilot he's a stunt pilot who accompanies ghetto yeah children of the ghetto up in their up in the plane so they can do stunt tricks with them <laughs> they would have taken brandon as a kid they would have yeah i was straight from the ghetto south side of billings yeah no one believes you grew up in the ghetto i do I, i've seen those streets mm. but, yeah all you all i show you is shields and dos machos in the zoo just wait until Lucas you hear. Lucas has never seen the South Side because Google Maps takes him the wrong way every time. Yeah. It actually takes him like over kind of by the South Side when he has to go to my parents' house. But Out in like farmland. Yeah, but you won't know until you hear gunshots while you sleep. So never. Yeah. That's just me. That's my experience. <laughs> That's but, his struggle. But um, yeah, he does all this shit. And... Oh, at one point, Johan's about to take off his shirt. So Nate... Just tackles him. For the second time in the movie, this is the second tackle? Yeah, because he he said he had a scorpion on his back. Yep. Or and, a tick. And or... he's so afraid that when Johan, who was on the cover of Men's Ab Monthly, mm-hmm. in the July edition, if he ever takes his shirt off, that, that's game over. Which is probably true. It is definitely true. So, Nate goes to talk to Arno. He's, he's like, talking to him on the phone. And they're trying to come up with a plan to best oh. Johan. So, Arno suggests kazoos. He, he no, we're not gonna do the. Can kazoos. we play the kazoos? No. Caesar hates them. We got kazoos today. Caesar hates the kazoos. He ran away. The do to do tubes. Yeah. Do you, I have this note here? It's sort of out of nowhere, but Arno shits. Arno shits. Mm-hmm. He destroys that fucking toilet. I. We're think- I well, I were. I was thinking you were being like, yeah, Arno fucks. Because <laughs> so you, like, no. you said it and then you just stopped. No, Arno Arno takes like a big wet shit in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you should talk. He's like, you should impress her with kazoos. And he's like, hey, man, I got to go. And it's like, okay. And so he hangs up and it's just. Yeah. Marina would have laughed so hard at this scene. I love farts. Farts are funny. <laughs> but this is a full on poop. This the, he he shat. This is like Brandon when he plays music to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Or when I poop. Like, why do we feel so much about my bowel? <laughs> or when I poop. Or when I poop to my pants right there. <laughs> oh yeah, you pooped your pants. Yeah, but Arno. I told that story at school the other day. Oh, fuck. <laughs> It's okay. We we pulled on the podcast. Fifty people have listened to it, yeah. so. Um, but Arno also suggests that he should do the things that he's good at, so he too can impress impress Christabel. So Nate does have a good idea. He's gonna at their double date at dinner. He's going to get his guitar out, play the guitar, and sing a song to her. But Johan is like, "Oh wow, look at that! Can I see it?" Yes. So he takes a guitar and just starts playing the guitar and singing, and the what? whole restaurant yeah. is just swooning over him. Yeah. As they should because of his looks, but it wasn't really that great of a song. No, the song was ass. Yeah, it was... The song was shit. More shit than the amount of shit that yeah. Arno shitted in that toilet when he shit. When he shat. You really have a way with words, Brandon. It's very poetic. Yeah. <laughs> that was... that. I was actually quoting Sylvia Platt there. Laugh. <laughs> no, it's... 
Sylvia Platt is Chris Pratt's sister. She's just a wannabe poet. Platt? Yeah, Sylvia what? Platt. What? I'm not talking. Is anymore. Chris Pratt's sister. I'm leaving That's the podcast. Pratt and Platt are oh, not the fuck. same. Since since she only writes about poop, it's Sylvia Splat. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Um, Splath? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he takes over the whole restaurant. And after this date, they're clubbing. One of Marina's favorite activities. I love clubbing. When it's not COVID. Yeah. Let me be clear. I don't go clubbing during COVID. Also, we're too old to club. Every we only go clubbing like twice a year, and every time after, we're like, "Fuck this!" And one of one of them was literally just for Devin's birthday. Mm -hmm. And we're like, "Fuck, we're too old." This takes a lot of energy out of us to club. My hamstrings hurt from dancing for like three days afterwards because I'm a million years old. (laughs) But at this club, Johan and Christabel just take off dancing together. Like Nate gets kind of left behind. June doesn't want to dance. And June and Nate continue to have some compatible moments together. Yeah. They, they share they share some some yeah meaningful moments, but then they also share an awkward moment too. When when they're talking about the kiss, I think so. I, I just put that they share an awkward moment. What do you do? You think that at this point Nate should be with June, Marina, instead of Chris? I honestly have not been listening for like twenty minutes. I have no clue what's happening. <laughs> I don't know who Nate is. Is that the main character? Yeah, he's the main character. <laughs> and June's the naughty, you drunk okay, son of a I bitch. Took, I took a shot, like a plain shot, which is like three shots for a, a normal human. Shot. Okay. Is that what you were doing over there? Yes. No wonder you were screaming from <laughs> That's the That's why I'm so drunk. <laughs> okay, Nate is the main guy and June's the ugly girl. Yeah, the naughty. I feel like, yes, they probably should be together because that's how every movie goes. Yeah, but do you think that his physical attraction is transcended by his emotional connection with June? Love is blind. Mm. Aww. <laughs> that was so Love loud. is not blind. People are too shallow. And and you hate the blind communities. Yeah. No. Well, during this I whole- have a blind student. No. No. <laughs> I have to go take another shot for that. We're out. No, we're not. Oh, we're not. There's like at least two shots left. Oh. Well, Take during, this, me, during this clubbing scene, Johan goes to take off his shirt dancing because he's too hot. Nate gets jealous and tries to tackle him. Yes. So the third or fourth tackle attempt? The third tackle attempt of, right now. Of the movie. But he misses Johan as he ducks and just takes out Christabel. Oh, that was in the preview. I was waiting to figure out when that happened. And so Christabel takes him outside. They argue about the jealousy outside. And she says she's always been into him and not Johan. But apparently, he wasn't trying to get to know her. She had put in so much work to get to know him, yeah. yet he hasn't tried at all to know her. Which it's is a, always been this jealous fit. Which, as stupid as Paris Hilton is, is a fair fair complaint because he was really just obsessed with, A, lying about his job and his life, and B, focused on trying to scheme his way around the naughty getting dated. Yep. So, they're over. They break up. And Arno now tells Nate that there is one last chance to get to Christabel. And he should meet someone at the bar at five. Who is he going to meet at the bar at five? Three weeks later after they're breaking up. Broken up. Marina, Alex? What? Well, what was the question? I was messaging Devin. His friend, Nate's friend Arno, tells him there's one last chance to get with Christabel after they broke up. Okay. And he needs to meet this one person at the bar at five. Who is he supposed to meet? Obviously, the love guru. 
<laughs> Mike Myers? Crossover. Yeah. Same year. These movies came out in the same year. Same. You guys should do that movie. Same quality. It's on our list. Yes. Yeah, who should he meet? June. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah it's June. So, he goes you to meet... You didn't even give me a chance to answer. <laughs> oh, you, you answered They asked twice. you like four times. <laughs> I was thinking. You were There are only not. like two <laughs> other names in this film that you could have guessed. You guessed the love guru. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, it's June. He gets there. June is hot. Yeah, she shows up looking complete... Johan has worked his magic on her because he is a dentist. He got her new veneers. Got her new teeth. The spa the treatment spa. is working. She got new prescriptions. Took off all... She, her hair's growing back. The the Rogaine or whatever's working. Rogaine is working. And she looks great. She honestly looks super great. Yep. And he he's super weird about it because he's a weird dude. And, you know, they, they talk that night and they're trying to find out ways to get back together. And uh, they hang out as just friends. And they chat about his chances with Christabel. Even though they're like eating romantically and sort of like feeding each other. So yeah, they do feed each other. Eating chocolate covered strawberries naked. No, they were fully clothed, but it was like he was feeding her like cake a, or something. A pasta or something. Yeah. My next note is, am I starting to like this movie? <laughs> it, it really does have a certain warmth and certain feel goodness about it i thought despite all of everything working against i sat on this couch grimacing for an hour and 10 minutes and then was smiling ear to ear in this scene it kind of it kind of shows the power of a good of a good romance in a movie i think i I mean not even a good one but just like a believable there was love there what romance can do to you even in a short stint you guys feel the same about the hot was this good now yeah no (laughs) <laughs> elaborations yeah please one good scene does not a successful movie mm. make i changed my mind to agree with alex <laughs> because you couldn't wow. make it because, <laughs> because you couldn't come up with your own elaboration no well tell tell that to the No, because marina's drunk and she gets really weird at me when she drinks too much i would count <laughs> i do not <laughs> well you should check the meme i say you <laughs> I'm not gonna like get a little weird, <laughs> but I would counter that anyways, Alex, by saying, "Have you ever seen the airplane scene in Cat from Outer Space?" No, it's... no one gives a shit about that movie except for only you, you uh... like it. That no, movie Raina was so it good. It's almost our Me? fourth listen. Oh. It's almost our fourth listen to episode. So people are loving the Cat from Outer it's Space. It's not above my episode. People don't watch the. People don't always watch the movie when you put the podcast on. Yeah, maybe you guys are just really funny in that podcast. Well, you don't have to keep saying facts that we already know. Yes. The thing that people don't know is that Cat from Outer Space is too good for its time. It needs to get its flowers while we can still give them to it. <laughs> Alright, now I'm really leaving. <laughs> well. Alex doesn't have a sleepover over here tonight. She hates you. Because of my love for Cat from yeah. Outer Space. <laughs> well, during this kind of like romantic <laughs> scene together, June invites <laughs> Nate to hers and Christabel's annual Christmas party. Or not Christmas. Costume party. It's like, yep. there's no way it's Christmas. Where he will... God damn. You walk. <laughs> Where he will have one last chance with Christabel. And she secretly wants him to be there for her. Not for Christabel. And she kind of argues about why Johan wants to be with someone that's never been kissed. You know, they yeah. they argue about this and about how she's never been kissed. 
And uh, then they argue about their kiss in the yoga studio when he bumped into yeah, her. And she's like, because she says, I've never been kissed before. And he says, yes, you have. I kissed you. And she says, that doesn't count. You were just molesting me. And then he just grabs her face, kisses her very romantically. Not not a bad scene in the movie either. Not a little bad twist of fate. I'm smart. Did uh, Do I like this movie? <laughs> to, to be determined. But remember the toenail, Brandon. <laughs> Yeah. There's there's some scenes that are in very bad taste, and this I thought was done actually really well. I think they had some good chemistry. I'm gonna say that right here. Yeah, I'll say so. I would I would agree with that. And it, it doesn't have to be McConaughey and Hudson no. for it to be good chemistry. Well, I think they have better chemistry than them. Yeah. Well, he says. No. In, I think in Fool's Gold we're talking about. I thought you meant overall. I think that this scene had. Some of the best chemistry we've seen so far. You guys shy away from a good, good awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> but he says he doesn't know why he kissed her, like what he's doing yeah. there. And she's hurt by that. Of course. Because this they, is their first kiss ever. And he just said, I don't know why I kissed you. It's because he, they love each other. He meant it more as like, I don't know exactly what's going on she took it as like i shouldn't have done that yeah yeah you're not the person that i want to be with she's hurt she kicks him out but it's costume party time now and he comes in dressed up as speed racer (laughs) he's a car and in this party johan immediately just comes up and makes out with june so she's had plenty of kisses from now on yeah she she went from no kisses to full-on making out with the harvard pilot doctor without marine marine philanthropist No. No, not Marina. Marine. And uh, Christabel, apparently June worked her magic because she has convinced Christabel to be back into Nate, and so she is. Um, And Christabel here is trashed. And so trashed trashed that she sharts. (laughs) She's dressed in a wedding... (laughs) She's, She's dressed in a wedding dress... And shits her pants. But she says that it's fine. This fart is okay because it wasn't a smelly it wasn't one. A smelly one. <laughs> she can she can feel based on how wet it was if it was yeah. smelly or not. Ew. This is the movie. Marina would have fucking loved this scene as well. <laughs> then she ends up sp- Nate spills wine on her. So what does she do? She grabs more wine, white wine to balance it out. Pours it all over herself. She says it's not working. And so June pulls her aside because she's too far gone. They're going to get her cleaned up. So Nate goes up to Johan and they fight because Johan said some shallow things about being with June. He says that virgins and girls that you fix up are a lot more grateful in bed (laughs) and in life. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. That he's been just using her for somebody to be basically his subservient in bed. Yeah. Someone who will find him faultless. In bed? No. Well, it could be. What? <laughs> no, he, just because she, like, basically saved her life, so then she thinks he's, like, a superhero and forever indebted to him. Kind of fucked up. He made her <laughs> over to be pretty so that he could have sex with her, but she will never leave him because he's the best thing that's ever happened to her uh, the whole time because yeah. he... She should just be like, bitch, all you have is an associate's degree. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So they fight. Yeah, they fight. And Nate is defending her, and he goes to tackle Johan. Johan. Tackle number four. There is a fourth But tackle. it is a failed attempt, and he gets his ass kicked. Yeah, Johan whips his ass and all over the June place. And June comes down and sees this, and she pulls him apart, and she pulls Nate outside. 
This, and this is a good scene. This is a great scene. I put June here as a powerhouse actor. I put June is acting her ass off. <laughs> we didn't even talk about this either. This Chris, is crazy. Christine that. Lake and playing June in this scene, all dolled up, defending yeah. herself, being somebody who's a virgin and has never been kissed and never been loved yeah. and just wants some, some reciprocation. This is her moment. And Nate has been trying to make this whole thing about him and about something else. And she says, you have to give this to me. This is my choice to make. It's, and it's She's yelling at Nate because she just wants to be loved. Even though Johan is evil and just wants her to be grateful for the work he's done for her. Yeah. She just wants something. Some, exactly. You don't always get the guy running to her out of breath at the end of the movie. Sometimes the girl just needs a date, she says. And, it's, and she's just acting her ass off. What do you think about the acting? Christine Lakin. It was superb. <laughs> you said that so quietly. It was superb. There we go. Alex, what do you think of Christine? Alex is looking at the meme I sent her. I'm never looking at the meme. I already well, you at already it. laughed at it. But what so about, you what about her acting? Who's Christine Lakens is June. Well, it's better than Paris Hilton. That is a very good statement because Paris Hilton was the winner for the Razzie for Worst yeah. Actress. Correct. Not hard Not to beat. Not as good as my acting when I try to be sober. <laughs> good one. Are you trying okay. right now? Yeah. You're not doing the best? Okay. Thanks. Although I think you're doing better than Paris Hilton. Okay, cool. Speaking of Paris Hilton. Yes. Christabel is about to go to town on Nate's junk. She is. Yeah. She's, about, she's about to blow him. Oh, okay. And then she farts again. Yeah, she shits her uh, pants again. But wait. then she confesses. She pulls out a whoopee cushion. The oh, farts, the wine, sharded. the wedding dress, the drunkenness was all an act yeah. to see if he could overlook someone's flaws in their personality and physicality. Yes. She's testing him the whole time in her her own stupid way. Yet, unbeknownst to him, he's been doing this exact ruse with June the whole time, overlooking the flaws and seeing down to the true deep person that yes. somebody is yes he didn't have to try this with her because that's the kind of person that nate cooper is he's always he always has been that is touching and that's what any girl should look for is somebody that <laughs> overlooks flaws and just transcends a superficial mindset yes like alex and lucas i'm not a girl <laughs> I was actually supposed to be really nice, and then you made it weird, so I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> our first podcast fight coming Ooh. up. And, um, That's our other podcast series. Lucas finally gets to be the boxer that he thinks he is. Oh, shit, it's a physical fight. <laughs> so Christabel tells him to pick some lingerie from... you. Yeah, he gets to mix, mix and match. He gets to choose There are like 90 outfits of lingerie yeah. in there. And while she puts it on, she tells him to go light some candles. The candles are in June's room in her top drawer, her dresser drawer. Yep. So he goes into her room and opens her drawer. What does he find, Brandon? What does he... No, we have to ask him. What does he find in June's top drawer? That makes him rethink everything. Mm, probably something weird, like an avocado. It top is an avocado. avocado. You're right. Is it an avocado? Yes. No, I don't believe you. <laughs> It's not an avocado. Alex and guesses what Nate finds in June's drawer that a, changes everything. A picture of Christabel? No. That's a pretty good guess. That's, That's a good, good guess. guess. Is it a... Is, Think of I it, don't know. Is it a person, place, vegetable, <laughs> or mineral? 
Hot. You ever play those like twenty question? That's what I'm game? talking yeah. about. Why was okay, mineral always in? Give us a clue. The, the, the clue, clue, is, clue is, is we go to a flashback way back to when they're in kindergarten. Back <gasps> oh my god, Valentine. it's the Valentine! Yes. yes, he did not give Christabel the Valentine. He ended up redoing it and giving it to June because he felt bad for she her. She did not receive a Valentine. So then. he had the wrong memory, or no? He was going to give it to Christabel, and he saw that June didn't. So in this flashback, he's about to give it to Christabel. She's opening all of hers, and she looks over to June with nothing, and she says, "Yeah, well, I've got one for you. Maybe people just haven't had time to give them to you yet." It's and he stands sad. in front of them with it, and he walks away, and ends up giving her the Valentine. He redid the name on it that was meant for Christabel, and she's kept it all these years. That makes me so sad. Is this a good movie? <laughs> I hope we'll my get... kids, my students never feel like that. Exactly. You've got Valentine's. You should oh. buy some Valentine's for Monday. Hmm. We're going to go to the store tomorrow, okay? I'm too drunk for this. <laughs> and uh, So he comes back. He realizes in this moment then, back in real time, that, that Christabel's he, not the person he's meant to be with. He gave the Valentine to the right person all along. He's meant to be with the naughty. But now he has to do the hardest task of all. He has to turn down naked Paris Hilton. Nips out and everything. I saw her vag. <laughs> you did. You, you've cheered. I saw her vagina. Well, so I, has like half of America. I cheered so. I cheered for her vagina. <laughs> No, she was just in the lingerie, but she was busty and hard for him to... He had to turn away and talk to her about all this. Yeah, he wants to just talk. And, uh, you know, meanwhile, June and Johan are about to have sex, and he says the same fucking corny pickup lines that she shut down from the guy at the the bar earlier. Was your dad a baker because you've got nice buns? Which would totally work on Marina. I'm going to say that right now. Even Alex agrees. <laughs> and, um, she, you know, she just gets more drunk. She takes her drinks so that she can have sex. She's looking past his flaws just to get some romance. Very, yes, a very real-life sort of tragedy. And Christabel, while they're while he's kind of, like, looking away, she tells Nate it was fate that brought them together. And he confesses everything about <laughs> stalking her and planning everything. <laughs> he tells her that he gave the Valentine to the right girl. And she takes it so well. Yeah, she's so cool about it. She was so convinced. Well, she's literally probably like, oh my god, I could literally bone anything alive. She does say that. She has no problems getting dates, she says. She literally says those exact things. And so, he Nate leaves, and he runs to Johan's place to find June. But Johan answers the door, and is like, he's, June? Yeah, another kind of good moment in the movie. The running moments where he's yes. going to run, he thinks he's going to pop into June or see something he doesn't want yes, to. Yes. But Johan is also he's expecting the same thing. And uh, he runs past and keeps running and finds her on the pier and confesses his love and says that she is the girl uh-huh. worth running after. Yep, while he's panting and she she obviously she loses her shit because he is fulfilling the super movie dream man that she's always dreamed of but had conceded that she would never find it's nate all along and she's just so shocked that he's out of breath yep nate panting i have as a as a subtitle (laughs) and they kiss each other on the pier and the movie just ends you don't get any any scenes of how they grow together it just ends right yeah i don't want that so i think it's okay that that's (laughs) and that is the end of the hottie and the naughty Which means, now that we've worked through that, it is time 
for some quotes, ratings, and reviews. Let's get our queers on. Queers. Queers? June's a handler at the zoo. That's great. The only downside is that I'm uh, constantly covered in hair. (laughs) Not that I don't already have enough to begin with. June has a lot of problems with hair removal. I have sensitive skin. Oh. I mean, I've I've tried it all, you know, um, this shaving, bumps and ingrown hairs, uh, nair, nasty chemical reaction. I I just, uh, the the only thing I can really do is a jolene cream bleach. You know what? If you hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have noticed. And we're back in it. Sorry, Um, I was collaring. No, you're totally fine. That that will stay in for sure. Please. Now, now that Lucas has left, I can... oh, oh, you don't, hit the don't table, the table so like that. hard. Um, Alex Marina, what quotes do you have? What was your favorite quote from the film? Um, the only part of, that I watched is the quote that I'm going to use, and it's when right after they do the bathing suit scene, and she's like, "I lost my toenail," and then it goes to coleslaw, and it's in his mouth. To good. It's That's a good the scene. only one. That's the only one I even remember. What is your favorite? I don't have any. I'll give you one of mine, okay? Okay. Say the second one. Um, Christabel Abbott says, I don't want to say that. All right. A life without orgasms is like a world without flowers. <laughs> she does say that. <laughs> she does. That's a... A very good quote. Hi, Rita. I guess I'll move. <laughs> you nailed that quote. Don't bump the table again. Oh, she bumped the table again. I'm gonna. All right, the so they're done with so their hard. quotes. How many do you have? I've got ten. I think I only have like seven or probably seven ish. Do you want to do? I only have forty. Do you want to do three? Quoted the whole movie. Yeah, I'll do three. So, uh, my first one is from the ex-girlfriend of Nate. When okay. when she's breaking up with him, after she's leaving, she says, I've seen enough talk shows to know that I deserve better. Nice. Dr. Phil. Okay. Dr. Oz. Maury Povich. Jerry Springer. Oprah Winfrey. Ellen. The View. Ellen. I said that already. <laughs> the talk. This red, is- red. Round table? Red table? Red round table. <laughs> Red table talk. Red table talk. Thanks. <laughs> Ted Talks. Well, the price then. is right. I think, yeah. I think we need... <laughs> oh. Jeopardy. What's another one you got? That's it. Oh, another quote? Yeah. I thought you meant show. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, we're still doing this. Um, I got a quote from the gross. <laughs> For like 10 minutes. We're just naming shows. <laughs> from the gross, the Greg Wilson. He says, from first grade on, she got hotter every year. Why so is he he's gross? been he, because oh, he, he looks so bad. Oh, yeah, and it's gross because he's saying like as a first grader she was hot, and she's even hotter as a second grader. But wait till you see her in well, third grade. As a twenty eight year old, yeah, reflecting Ooh. back, saying a seven year old was hot. And then I have another one from the Greg Wilson uh, talking about Paris Hilton, where he says, "In order to get the hottie, you must first appease the naughty." Nice. My first one is um during. Nate's song to his ex, he says, Sometimes I feel like she's the princess and I'm the pee. <laughs> then I've the got... The urine. Yep. Then I've got one from Arno. So he goes, So you got a degree in art history, huh? And he goes, Yeah. And he goes, So you're pretty much unemployed then, huh? And Ar- Nate goes, Yep, pretty much. And Arno goes, Hey, that gives you more time to hang. <laughs> yeah. I've got Arno again. He goes, It's a well-known law of physics. 
The hotness of one girl is inversely proportionate to the ugliness of her best friend. Mm. It's one of Newton's laws of physics, sort obviously. Of a, sort of a how I met your mother, no. the crazy scale. The, cra- the hot crazy scale? Yes. Yep. Um, and then... I know that reference. <laughs> have you seen How I Met Your Father yet? We yeah. have. We watched the first four episodes. Wow, is it terrible? Yeah. It's pretty bad. I cried in the first episode, though. Nice. You cry at everything. That means nothing. Just because of a little callback to How I Met Your Mother. Did you cry any at all during the Hottie and the Naughty? I did not. Almost? Almost in June scene. <laughs> um, and my last one for right now is going to be... Nope, I've got two more. From Nate, when he's talking about being a personal trainer and not using steroids, he goes, Who wants adult acne in a shrunken penis? Not me. <laughs> not this guy. And then um, <laughs> this last one is from Arno, and he says, If you're going to want to make this chick over, you're going to have to do more than mow that lawn. Mm, yeah. It was, a, it was a big extended <laughs> metaphor of like housekeeping and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that came off as very pubic. Yeah, very pubic. All right, finishers off. Okay, I've got uh, one of my favorites. I love midget mimes. That was one of mine. Which I do. Um, we know. I got, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty obvious. I got one from Johan when we first meet Johan. Johan says, I'm Johan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johan. I'm Johan. I Johan. I Johan. What is that supposed to be? That's a doodle. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to read the, like where he's finding the quotes in these. Oh yeah. Well, he has quotation marks. Yeah, this one um, from Paris Hilton, heiress, you know, sex symbol. She says, "Don't worry, it wasn't a smelly one." <laughs> Ugh. When yeah. she farts. Yeah. Yep. And then I got, I've got two consecutive ones from June in her powerhouse scene, which which come up in every. You want, one might call it a trope, Marina. Oh, okay. It, it comes up in every uh, romantic comedy. She says, you don't get it, do you? Mm-hmm. And then she also says, like in Fool's Gold and like in Friends with Benefits, she says, I thought you were different. Ah. Uh, yeah. Like in a Cinderella story. Yeah. Every, yeah. There you go. Every one of them. Yeah. The girl always thinks the guy is different. Yeah. Um, she also says, I want to become a non-erg. What? what the fuck does that yeah, mean? Yeah, I don't get it. Because I think she was considered an erg sexually What's or something. I don't know. No clue. What's yeah. an erg? Don't know. Okay. That's all I got. And that is it? All right. That's my all last for four is when that one guy came to hit on um, on Grizabelle. Yeah. Uh, Grizabelle? Grizabella. And he immediately walks over and he rubs her back and he goes, oh, these are shoulder blades? I thought they were wings. Good line. Ew. Uh, <laughs> if you said that to me, I would file divorce papers. You would like the baker, father of baker, because you got nice buns way more. That's way better. <laughs> then, because he also says that. And then, I don't remember what the fuck this is, but somebody apparently says, oh, is that my wiener hitting your schnitzel? Oh, I... Ew. <laughs> I don't remember where that, that was. That almost... I don't know if it was, but it almost certainly was Arno. <laughs> Or something about Johan, because European. It could be. And my last two. One, this one is from Nate. Your your penultimate quote. Yes. Talking about his stunt pilot with the kids. And Johan's like, that's dangerous. These kids could die in stunt pilots and whatnot. He's like, like, it's not real. He's like, it's a dream. (laughs) Running around with kids on my back, arms stretched out wide like wings. Like a male heterosexual angel in the wind. <laughs> yeah. 
And my last one. I was going to make a joke, but I won't. <laughs> my last one, I think, is from Chrisabelle. Grizzly bear. <laughs> nice. Just keep coming with them. I think she's talking about all the people that she could have dated. And she says, so many rat tails, so little time. Oh, yes. She I loves th- a good rat no, tail. That was, I think that was Ew. June. Was Her that June? and I have I that in common. June was saying that. Because she said. No one's listening to me. She said that dentist no. liked you or was no. hitting on you. Okay, good. Remember? Yeah, that's right. And he said, but she, he had a rat tail. Yeah, it was it was during her big monologue. Yeah. Lucas had a rat tail. I could see Lucas with the rat tail. There's a kid in my elementary school who had a rat tail, and he went to Oxford University. Shit. Yeah. Do you still remember? Did he remember? take his rat tail with him? He did. <laughs> do you still have the picture of him from sixth rat grade? Rat tail. No. From first grade, I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do. All right. That's quotes. That's done? it for quotes. Quotes. Are you guys done with quotes? Yeah. They've we moved... talked over the last 45 yeah, seconds. They've moved so... on to a different Can you podcast. please ask for my review? Oh, yeah. We'll do it coming up here. It's ratings time. So I got to ask all of you guys. Tomato meter on a percentage. What do you think this movie Hot. got? Zero. Okay. I'm the only one to guess exactly right. Nope. And I'm too drunk to guess exactly Devin right again. Devin got one right Zero. in Friends of Benefits. I haven't listened to that episode yet. It hasn't come out. Okay, yet. okay, I, okay. My my wishful guess is zero. My actual guess is six. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. Nine. One of you guys is correct. We've got a third one. We've got a third one. It is six percent. Yeah! Let's go. Sorry about your sound. No, it's thing. okay. I'll edit it. Okay. <laughs> and now an audience score, also percentage. Out of a hundred. Yep. As percentages usually are. Stick it with 16. You said 17 oh. last time. Well, I'm changing. <laughs> 21 for Lucas. Uh, 16. 12. None of you are correct. It's 31%. Mm. Damn. Now we're going to move on to IMDb Metascore. This is out of 100. Ooh, Metascore? I don't know what that means. I love a good. <laughs> Critic aggregate. 1.9. Love. Out of 100. A good Metascore. I, I said what I said. 7. So 19? No, 1.9. <laughs> You're an idiot. 1.97. Alex, think of real hard. Take your time. <laughs> shut the hell up. 11. One of you guys is correct again. It's not Lucas because he said 1.9. Are you okay, Marina? It needs to be me. It's 7. Yeah! <laughs> did I say 7? Yes, you did. <laughs> yes! So we've got two correct in this episode alone, one in the last episode, and then take it all the way back to Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. That's four. Marina has regained her lead with two. Yes! But we have one more. An audience score out of ten. All right, Lucas, it's your time to shine. 2.7. That's what I was going to say! Three point three. Okay. You're being psychotic. <laughs> You're also like three point one. Playing the kazoo over everything too. <laughs> the answer. Softly. What did you say? Two point seven. Yeah. Three point three. Three point one. Yeah. You guys are all very close together. Nobody's correct. Damn uh, it, <laughs> Lucas. If you would have stuck with one point nine, it's one point nine. Oh, Damn. So we've got a six, a seven, a nineteen. And a 31. Out of 100. Out of 100. What are we giving it today? Alex, I'm going to start with you. What's our scale? The Zero to 10 scale. John Lasagna's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? We're giving our ratings now. Okay. 
Alex is starting zero to ten. John well, Lasagna's. it's really hard for me to give it a rating when I didn't actually watch. Yeah, well. So let's go with one. One John Lasagna, okay? Mm, a whole lasagna. Uh, Marina, how about you? Okay, well, even after sitting through this podcast, I have no clue what happened. Marina knows even less about the movie than I do because I at least paid attention. So I'm going to go right in the middle, solid five. Oh, I'm a big fan. Five John Lasagnas. Lucas, you have seen this film. I have seen this film. I've pondered this film throughout. I've thought about this all day. It's been sitting on the front of my mind, you know. I even even called one of my kids a hottie. No, uh, that is and just, then you were arrested. This is my roundabout way of saying this movie gets a six point one. Woo! A six point one for the hottie and the naughty. I What's thought wrong with you. I thought this movie had some warm spots. I thought June was a powerhouse actor. I thought this was the most, maybe the best love story that we've had this month, mm. considering. I think I think so. I I could go so far as to say that. Man, I, th- I I think love Fool- I do I do think Fool's Gold is the bottom of the love stories. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, this definitely trumps that. Yeah. I'm ready. I like French benefits too. And my turn. I think I gave. What did I give Fool's Gold a three point? I think I gave it a three three. A little harsh. I think I'm gonna give this a four. Wow. Which really shot because going into this, but you I was, like this one. I do. And going into this, I really thought 1.4. Like, that was yeah. going to, like, it's going to be something Point like that. something. And I think it would have stayed that low if it were not for those moments of the Nate June story. When they're together, yeah. when they share that kiss. Her scene on the patio, on that balcony, that's, was exquisite. Yeah, that's the majority of my score. The best acting we've seen of all of our, all of our Love Lab oh. films. I have a question. I know you've already talked about this, but I was not listening. Does the main guy and the ugly girl end up together? Yes, yes honey. Okay. They do. Okay. <laughs> I th- I think that was the best acting we've seen of all the films so far. That beats even like Richard Jenkins' Alzheimer's shit. Does it beat Donald Sutherland? Oh shit! Each each of our movies has, each has one, one defining actor. Yes, that's kind of interesting how that ends up working. But it was that that bumped it up so much because, like I said in that scene. Am I enjoying this movie? And I didn't think in a million years I would. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a four. That sounds like you're almost giving it higher than a four than what you're talking about. The rest of the movie was goddamn awful. (laughs) Yeah. The lighting, the scripts, the story of it all, Paris Hilton, just bad. So from that, we are going into (laughs) review time. I do have some critic reviews for The Hottie and the Naughty. Did Ebert touch this boy? He did not. No. My first one is from IGN. The Internet Gaming Yeah, for some reason, the Internet Gaming Network is commenting on this. And they said, It presents a problem because there are just no words to adequately adequately express how clumsy, trite, and deeply offensive it is from Mm. start to finish. Zero stars. Mm. But Peter Travers from the Rolling Stone says, It takes guts or gross dim-wittedness for Hilton to appear on screen again after House of Wax. Half a star. Oh, I forgot she was in that movie, too. <laughs> then we've never got, even heard of that. Then we've got Nathan Lee of The Village Voice, and he says, Crass, shrill, disingenuous, tawdry, mean-spirited, vulgar, idiotic, boring, slapdash, half-assed, and very, very unfunny. Mm, especially tawdry. 
That made my brain hurt. <laughs> Who's Tadri? No, it's he said it was Tadri. Oh yeah, sorry. It was so Tadri. It was it was. Tawdry. I don't even know what that word means. Mm, yeah, me neither. <laughs> James Berardinelli from the he's just an online film critic. Berardinelli. He says nice. about as funny as the anal rape scene in the war zone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's awful. That's so bad. Didn't have to go there, Bordinelli. Berardinelli. Berardinelli. Either way, it's bad. Now, I will say, I didn't find this movie funny at all. When he jumped off the boat, that was funny. That that, that was it. That, there wasn't any other fun. It was just all gross-out humor. But some of the romantic shit kind of got to me. It, it tugged your little heartstrings. Yeah. I, I wonder what Devin would have thought of this film. He would not have liked he it. He would have given it a point six. Yeah. And my last one is by John Anderson of Newsday. And he says... No worse in many ways than a lot of teen-centric comedies, which generally appear to their audience through cruelty and vulgarity. Two out of four stars. It's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. The the audience context. I think I, I think that makes sense. You would be more inclined to watch this as like a seventeen year old kid than an actual like romantic comedy with your date. I feel like. Oh yeah. It, it's this a, is a terrible date film. It's a rom com made for teen boys. Just to look at Paris Hilton. Yes, which I am. <laughs> and now we're going to get into user reviews. Please tell me we got a little songbird. Please tell me we got a little songbird. Marina, can you tell me who our first reviewer is today? The little songbird! It's the little songbird. Let's go. We need to find... I'm going to do some internet sleuthing. We need to find her in real life. Yes, and, and reveal her address and everything. Text me <laughs> all the info you know about her. She's Her name is Bethany do, uh, Don't tell me right now. I'm drunk. And she's 29. Text it to me. <laughs> So, The Little Songbird on December... No, I'm texting my brother. Sorry. The Little Songbird on December 2nd, 2010 says, I don't mean to sound opinionated here, but the hottie and naughty is sort of a... Is nothing short of abysmal. Mm. Nothing whatsoever is good about it. It is lazy, mean-spirited, and unfunny, and many other things. It looks alright, though, I guess. Some of the scenery is nice, but the camera work is rushed, and there are times when it doesn't feel like a movie. The music is awful. It is enough to make you want to cover your ears because it is sheer torture, while the direction is non-existent. The script is one of the the haughty and the naughty's worst assets. It is terrible. I didn't laugh once. Actually, I was groaning most of the time. I did groan a lot. There's some. Uh... While the story, basically an ugly duckling turned beautiful twist, is completely predictable and badly developed, so you didn't care for the characters and their situations. I almost forgot to mention how hypocritical this movie is. I thought I'd seen the last of hypocrisy with the Hannah Montana movie. But the hypocrisy... Marina loves the Hannah Montana <laughs> That's one of my favorites. But the hypocrisy here makes the hypocrisy in that film seem subtle. The acting is a joke. As dire as Paris Hilton was, she cannot act if her life depended on it. She isn't entirely to blame. None of her co-stars were any good either. All in all, terrible and I'd say, dare say embarrassing. Mm. One out of ten. And she's... She's normally pretty forgiving, I feel like. Like, she's pretty a fair reviewer. I'm surprised that she did not give Christine Lakin her props. Yes. Yeah. That That's the only thing that I have to say. Other than that, I do agree. And I would say it's a 1 out of 10 if it were not for some of our June scenes. Yes. As opposed to the disastrous July scenes. That's a, that's a month joke. <laughs> <laughs> a rare month joke coming across <laughs> in the podcast. You only only here, folks. My next one is by Ifuseek Cody. Ooh, I know that guy. Uh, good guy. Great. I went to middle school with him. That's the kid you kicked. 
<laughs> you kicked Ifu Seek Cody. No. <laughs> Written on April 26, 2010, he says, Unless you know her daily itinerary, this is as close to cheeky Paris Hilton as you can possibly get. Far from being a rich, spoiled brat, Paris Hil- Hilton has got natural talents as an entrepreneur. That I admire. She's a natural actress. Very comfortable in front of a camera. Very cool. <coughs> You okay? Yeah, sorry. My water no, went you're down. Good. Very no, cool, way. calm, cheeky, and captivating. I enjoyed this fun-filled movie from its beginning. If you want a good laugh and a little learning philosophy <laughs> and how humans judge others, watch this movie. Are you lying? 10 out of 10. No, he just read it over your shoulder. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Jesus. For that review. Was that Paris Hilton's dad? I seek Cody. That's a lot of Paris Hilton praise for a pretty wooden performance from her, honestly. Yeah. All things considered. My next one is a returner. It's Martin Hafer. Yes! <laughs> On January 28, 2010. He says, There is a fundamentally screwed up notion that destroys this film at the onset. While Paris Hilton is cast as the hottie, most people, at least based on IMDb scores of her film, find her repellent. Usually hating someone or finding them revolting is not what you'd look for in a hottie. An annoying term to begin with, by the way. If the film were called something like America's Most Hated Women in the Naughty, <laughs> or the attention-getting media whore in the Naughty, then it might have worked. As is, many were turned off by the very premise of the film. Speaking of premise, the idea of the film is really, really tacky and gross. Sort of like the no fat chicks bumper sticker on some loser's car. Oh, and as far as Paris Hilton goes... I hate to say this, but she wasn't that bad, and she's done far, far worse films. Not a great endorsement, I know, but I can't get in good conscience, trash her just because it's so easy and fashionable. I still wouldn't have put her in this film, but she has shown improvement in her acting skills. Hmm. Three out of ten. That that doesn't add up with the first part of what he was saying in his review, by saying she's America's most hated and a whore. An attention-getting whore, yeah. Yeah. That she's improved, at least. I guess I haven't seen enough Paris Hilton to see if she's improved or not, but... It, it sounds like she has, I guess, from a couple of the reviews we've yeah. had so far. Good for you, Paris, but 3 out of 10 from Martin three out of ten. My next one is by Thesar2 on January 16, 2020. First grade? <laughs> first grade? No one remembers other kids in the first grade at these people's ages. I'm okay. I don't need help. Well, maybe I do after seeing this. 2 out of 10. <laughs> I remember some first grade buddies. I remember, about a little bit. Emmett Putnam. Yeah. I, I shouted him out earlier today. You as your as your first grade crush? <laughs> nope, that was Shania Lucas. Do you were you friends with Kevin or Eric or Chris no, or Nate? No, no, no. Mm. They that was those were my public school friends. Ah, uh, yes, they didn't belong after in, the Montessori. They didn't belong in Montessori. No, you. the Montessori were a much more esteemed crowd. Could you imagine if there was a dinosaur called the Montessaurus? I would lose my mind. <laughs> How long did you go to Montessori? Preschool through sixth grade. Oh, I didn't know it was all of elementary. But eight years yep. of Montessori. Yep. Damn. My next one is by a returner. Smells like cheese. Oh, this guy. <laughs> or girl. But yeah, it's definitely a guy. <laughs> Smells like cheese is definitely a guy. On June 3rd, 2008. Okay. I'm not going to bash this film based on Paris Hilton. I admit, I don't like the girl, but I'm not going to base my comment on that alone. I think it's unfair. A lot of people are giving this movie a one just because of Paris without even seeing the movie, and it gets a bit annoying. But I don't know why. I think I was just in a mood for one of those awful films that just leave a bad taste in your mouth. (laughs) I think every once in a while we need to see something like that. Sure. 
Now, the problem with the hottie and the naughty, besides its stupid title, the story, beyond predictable and hypocritical, along with the acting, it's like they just don't t- take people off the street who had no credibility to be in a film. I love how Paris Hilton isn't even the main character, and yet she is billed first. You know that she paid good for money for that and wouldn't be in it. Big whoop. Her as an innocent charity loving girl that's believable this is a movie that really shouldn't have been made or if hollywood wanted it so much give different people please before they do something like cast paris never mind (laughs) stay away from this movie at any costs one out of ten it smells like cheese started out by saying he was going to make his review about paris hilton and proceeded to only talk about paris hilton and i thought you can tell how invested with the reviews marina and i are because you haven't heard either one of us talk in like 10 minutes (laughs) and i think the weird part is is he was saying that like sometimes you just need a bad movie to watch in time i think that makes sense oh i love watching a bad movie marina will watch talladega nights all the fucking time (laughs) i love talladega nights Marina seems to exclusively like bad movies. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> I do love bad movies. Um, but yeah, he was. it was going in the direction where you'd think it would be like a 5 out of 10. And then just shit on Paris yeah. Hilton, even though he said he wasn't. Back to it. And my last one is by Ola Lera on May the 4th, 2014. Hmm. May the 4th be with you. Yes. It is not fair at all to see a fantastic movie with the fucking sexy Paris Hilton, the girl whom I love, getting extremely low votes and being too underrated. Buy the DVD and don't be brainwashed by the haters. The Hottie and the Naughty is a lovely film, and my darling Paris Hilton is as sexy as ever. I love you, Paris Hilton, with all of my heart. 10 out of 10. XOXO. That is a real-life stalker. (laughs) I I looked over your shoulder, too. Every word was capitalized in that review. (laughs) (laughs) Which even signals more of a psychopath. So, now that we're through our reviews, are you recommending this film to people, Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, no, you guys don't know why. Let me explain. That's why I asked why. Don't interrupt me, Lucas. I don't know why. But yeah, I'd probably recommend it. Okay. Based off your 1 out of 10 score. Yeah, bad movies are fun. I guess that's fair, yeah. Marina? That's why I tell you, that's why I always tell you guys that it's fun to watch Twilight. It's a terrible movie, but it's a blast. That's why we watched six hours of Love is Blind. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Are you recommending this, yeah. Marina? Yeah. Elaborate. I would recommend it to myself because I still don't know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just saying that you would watch this film? Yeah. Okay. That should have been the better question for you. Would you watch this film? Yeah. Okay. Lucas. You yeah. gave it a 6-1. I think, yeah, I recommend this movie. Hell... Y-E-A-H, yeah, for the hottie and the naughty. Because, like that last reviewer said, sometimes you need a different taste in your mouth. Not necessarily the same or better taste. Sometimes you got to mix it up. Variety is the spice of life. The hottie and the naughty can be the spice of your life. Every one of our... That was good. That's poetic. Thank you. Um, All of your... All of our... um. All of our Love Lad oh. films for you have been above six. Oh, oddly enough, and and next week is going to be above six as well. It, well, it better be, because uh, it's an Oscar winner. So, yep. um, And I'm going to recommend this film to four recommends. I'm going to recommend this film. <laughs> God damn. That was a... 
That was a bigger roast than you guys calling me gay earlier. <laughs> I just thought you sounded funny. <laughs> Holy shit. That really got me. And I'm not even mad about it because my voice should get really high there. That's pretty funny. And I know that I have a high-pitched voice, but I really went up there. Maybe it's because I've had more drinks than usual. Sorry, I think so. But... I would recommend this film. Four out of four recommends today. Wow. That might be like, one of our only universal recommends as well. And like like I said, I would not recommend this if it weren't for the June scenes. Like, I do think that changed my mind on this whole movie. Because the first hour is very hard to watch. And gross to watch. The gross out humor, the terrible script, the terrible acting. The lighting. But the lighting, the music. But it takes a turn. It really takes a turn. It does. And I ended up enjoying myself. And like you said, you can enjoy a bad movie. Yeah. But this ended up not... I As IMDb's number yeah. 14 on bottom 100. I think that's unjust, yeah. I think that's based no, off No, of I can see how it's still at the bottom. But kind of, but I don't think it's the 14th worst movie made in the history of mankind. I think a lot of that is built off of Paris Hilton hate being driven. Yeah, that's true. I also don't think Birdemic should be 12, because... With hindsight, Redemic's great. I love that film. <laughs> I want to buy that film now. So um, that's going to end the hottie and the naughty. Oh, yeah. And Ooh, next yeah. week, we've got Devin coming back with us. He's unconvinced about rom-coms being good. So we are unleashing one of the all-time greats of rom-coms on him. The critically acclaimed giant. The Woody Allen, one of his masterpieces, if not his, his masterpiece. His magnum opus. From 1977, thank you, I was going to say 76, is Annie Hall. This is going to be unlike any previous Good, the Bad, in the Movie. This is a Best Picture winner. This is some heady shit. It's got some critical teeth to it. It has some meaning and message and some version, postmodernism. I'm interested to see what Devin thinks. We're definitely, like, not the same person by any means. I actually didn't like it. I like Diane Keaton. I love Diane Keaton. But Woody Allen... It's an acquired taste. But I know that's like his... I know it's like his thing, but he was like too neurotic for me. Like I couldn't really get past it. I couldn't really see a lot of his like neuroticisms as funny. A lot of times I was more or less... Especially because it's like not the 70s anymore. You know, it's 2022. So sometimes I was like, wow, you're kind of a piece of shit. He is kind of a piece of shit, but... Debatable. He's a genius. You better have some fucking good Woody Allen facts for us next week. I, I guess as so. you, he won't even need, favorite director. He won't even need to take any notes. He'll just go on. The podcast is going to be like six hours. Yeah, Because you'll be four hours in and he'll still be talking about Woody Allen. So we're going to see. You're going to have to tune in next week to see if we can change Devin's mind about rom-com. And change all your minds about the hero Woody Allen really is. And about the hottie and the naughty. So that's going to end it today for the Love Lads. Oh. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies, and remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably probably the movies. movies.